Hey, Spencer, have you heard of Lisa Lampanelli? Oh, you're talking about the queen of mean, right? Yeah, but she's also become the queen of lean. Did you know that? She has a, a play called Stuffed, where she delivers brash, skinny insight from the fridge to your ears. No, oh, yeah, not, no. I don't think that's what happens in the play. <laughs> I've actually heard reviews for the New York Times that have said uh, Stuffed offers laughs, genuine pain, and even a bit of insight. So, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Why? Is that relevant to anything? Well, well, you know, yeah, Lisa Lampanelli, she's got a lot of street cred, and she's also got a new Feral Audio uh, podcast um, where she and her co-host, Mike Morse, uh, talk about health, food, body image, everything else to help you be the best you you can be. That's a that's a, that's a a real hairpin turn for the queen of mean. She's, she's stopped stomping on uh, political sensitivities uh, long enough to help you self-actualize and get, engage in some self-care. So what? She dishes out some tough love as she takes your questions about being fat? Fat, being skinny, being anything but right, and helps you grab a little self-acceptance. I mean, is that what we're talking about? Yeah, but there's other stuff too. Like if you if you want to get yelled at by uh, Lisa, you can email get stuffed at feralaudio.com, uh, and maybe she'll uh, she'll make you feel like a piece of shit on the, on the podcast, <laughs> or, or or maybe she'll make you feel better. I, you you don't know with Lisa Lampanelli, she's the queen. Of mean and lean, um, <laughs> give their give her hotline a ring three four seven four six four two six five four, and you might end up in the show that way too. But in either case, it's worth a listen. It's free. Like uh, I think it's very interesting that she that she's 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 like had some transformative n- nutritional experience that she and now is is, is doing insights because you know what's interesting about the idea of Lisa Lampanelli talking about body image and stuff is that we already know that she doesn't give a shit about what your feelings so and and what we probably need to do more of when we're talking about um, health issues and stuff is actually have some frank conversations we're a very fat country very diabetic country very diluted uh, v- vain. Um, uh, self-loathing, uh, shallow country. Like, like, what, what, what do we need to do to actually be healthy? I, I, I would trust uh, uh, the queen of mean turned queen of lean to, to, to tell me that. Yeah. So make sure you subscribe to uh, get stuffed. Get stuffed. Kick the craving. Subscribe to get stuffed on iTunes, Stitcher, FeralAudio.com/slash get stuffed, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Last Rampage. The new true crime film starring Robert Patrick, Heather Graham, and Bruce Davison. And we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie. So, uh, my name is Alvaro Rodriguez. I'm the screenwriter for The Last Rampage. As a writer, to me, I'm less interested in genre and more interested in character. And, you know, I've written in a lot of different genres, you know, um kind of horror genre thriller or action movie or kids movie or you know different kinds of things and it was always more I was always more interested in character and hadn't really quite done something like this before but was just uh, really drawn to this idea of um, of a guy like Gary Tyson who you know had been in and out of institutions from the time he was you know a kid um, and uh, and having sort of raised three sons from behind bars uh, and how these three sons kind of grew up in the Church of Gary and thinking that their father had been, you know, unjustly accused and unjustly convicted and all of this stuff that they were getting fed uh, from their mom, Dorothy, who's played in the film by Heather Graham. 
So to me, it was just, I was interested in telling that kind of a story, telling a family story. You know, to me, the most interesting stories are family in some, centered in some way. You know, they're elemental stories. They're stories that um, go back to, you know, to the most intimate and elemental parts of ourselves. So the idea of fathers and sons, you know, there's a line in the script about, in the movie about that, um, you know, where Gary tells his oldest son, you know, Donnie, there's only one law you got to worry about, you know, and that's a law of fathers over sons. And the only way you're going to, you know, get past that is, you know, by this, you know, by dying, basically. But kind of threatens him a little bit. But um, so that was really, you know, the touchstone for me, uh, trying to figure out how to tell that story. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today. For more information, visit truecrimelive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at Last Rampage Film or on facebook.com slash Last Rampage Film. and South by Southwest Festival. It's my deep, deep pleasure to announce that Harmon Town is now in session. Please welcome to the stage the mayor of Harmon Town, Dan Harmon. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, hello, Austin. How many of you are from Austin? Uh, wow. Okay, that's great. That's nice. It's a cool city, and they seem like good people. This is the best town. I love it. Yeah. I mean, we, w- we would normally say that in any city, but we would be lying in most of them. Uh, Austin is definitely always enchanting. You know what they call it, Jeff? They call it the San Francisco of Texas. Is that true? Yeah. I do. I call it that. Uh... There's some facts about Austin. The typewriter was invented here. Right. Uh, it, uh, in 1842, it went to war with Oklahoma right. and won uh, and, uh, because they wanted it to be shaped like Texas. And Oklahoma wanted to kind of like change like the top square part of Texas right. and just be a box. Uh, but Oklahoma has to be shaped like a, a saucepan because Texas won. The right to be shaped like Texas. Uh, good job. What a great state. What a, what a big, great state. You can see it from outer space. It's, uh, it's the only state that you can see from outer space. Yes. It's the only one that Google uh, satellite maps can actually identify as yeah. a state. It's three times bigger than the Great Wall of China uh, cur- coiled up into a Texas shape. Uh, they just started allowing Asians in here as well. They just started... Uh, Which I think is very progressive of you guys to finally make, uh, make that leap. Texas is one of the uh, pioneers of Asian uh, immigration. The, the song Yellow Rose of Texas is actually... Uh, About a lady named Rose. It's, it's, it's code for, yeah, like, for like, Asian... Give me, but, your, yeah. give me your Asian weary, your, your, your Asian huddled masses yearning to breathe free in a big giant state you can see from outer space like your stupid Great Wall. Okay. 
Uh, anyways, uh, but we don't want to localize the show. We want to give you a taste of Harmontown as we do it in Los Angeles in the back of a quiet comic book store. Uh, uh, we're, we're, uh, we're gathered here. We're, we're, we're podcasting live uh, through YouTube, who's... Uh, Hey, bar people, shut up. No, no, well, I mean... What? They can too, order too much? That doesn't matter. Oh, okay. no, I, 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 it it, it, it kind of worked. Oh. Uh, we love you, bar people. Shut one, the fuck up. One of the perils of, of podcasting live, I guess, is that YouTube has, like, automated bots and drones that are detecting the music that we were playing yeah, I was before play the show. Some, I was going to play some kick-ass local country music, but we were afraid that it would shut down the podcast. Yeah, it detects copyrighted music. So we were, we were playing some of our friends' bands. Uh, Dustin Marshall, our producer, has some friends with bands, and uh, you probably couldn't tell it from, from real music. <laughs> probably thought it was real music, Where, didn't you? Where, where's the camera? Who's, who's, who's shooting this? Right, right there? Just some dude with a, with a handheld thing? VHS. On, on a VHS from 1978. No, it's a... Wow. Jeff, I don't, Jeff's confused. We're not podcasting it video live. Oh, I, just, thought, I thought it was actually video for YouTube as no, well. No, no. You can do whatever you want physically. Oh, whatever oh, you wanted to do. So I should put my pants back on. <laughs> whatever, you, whatever you felt you weren't allowed to do. I, didn't, uh, I don't know how technologies work. Uh, we're here at South by Southwest because we're premiering the Harmontown documentary tonight. It's going to be good. Spencer hasn't seen it. Uh, it's amazing that Spencer hasn't seen it because he's essentially the star of it. Yeah, Spencer, Spencer, I told him, we had lunch today. We had, Spencer and I had a nice little date this afternoon and we went to a photo booth. It was very romantic. Uh, a couple people walking down the road saw Spencer like, Spencer! Spencer! Like, it's, like, it's going to fucking change everything for that guy. Yeah, I had, I, oh, Jesus. I, I, I had lunch with uh, the guys that s- literally started uh, Kickstarter today. I'm, I, have a, I have a wireless mic, Dan, so go, keep, go on. I'm going to go retrieve my beer. Okay. I'm going to test the limits of this microphone. All right. This is, this is called crowd work. Jeff. We're sending him out like a, an Hello, aquanaut. good to see you. Good to see you. Pardon me. Get out of my way! Sorry, sorry. There you are, you little devil. Go on, Dan. How far can you go? Huh? Find out how far you can go. Should we find out? Yeah. Let's take it to the back. All right. Sorry about that, bar people. Let's check, check. It's still working, man. We can, we can really get all, We can use this space. I'm, play, I'm playing. I, I, I clicked a cue. Hello, how are you? Yeah. Can I get you guys anything? You guys are good? Like a dessert cart? Yeah, we can hear you. I love it. Yeah. Say something. I'm out of, I'm out of material. Like, can, you, can, you go, can you go outside in the street? See, I'm going to go outside. Can I go with my beer? I can leave my beer here. All right. Check. Is it... Clap if you can still hear me. Can you still hear me? Check. One, two. One, two. Wow. He's out on the rainy street. Fucking yeah. awesome. I love this. Oh, he can't hear us, though. Let's all pretend like we fell asleep. It's very exciting. Uh, so I told them I'll pretend like they fell asleep. All right, uh, that was a dumb joke to engineer on the fly. Good job, Jeff. Say what? Oh, my fucking beer! Thank you, guys. Oh, God bless you, sir. That's I, Tony. Uh, I uh, yeah. Uh, so it's 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 been weird. Like I, I this this movie has been looming in my life. For a long time, and I've, I've well deserved it because I was the one who was narcissistic enough to say, maybe we should make a movie about me 
being a narcissist, and, and I hired this great guy. Well, I didn't hire him. That's probably a misnomer. Kind of partnered with Neil Berkeley and had to agree with him, like, you know, I can't tell you how to make your movie. So it's, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't show you what a genius I am on the level that I think I am. Right. It shows you what a genius I am probably kind of what's in reality. Like, like it just kind of shows me as a, just sort of a fat, drunk asshole. Yeah. Uh, which is fine. Because I'd rather be a bad person than, than make a bad documentary. And I think that one of the most important ingredients of a good documentary is a bad person. I think that's what you really, like, like you need. So we put Spencer in there, and he, he gets to be a good person. <laughs> Uh, but uh, there's a lot to talk about. If we were doing a regular Harmontown show, I would uh, I would do some corrections. I would do a correction segment right now. Okay. Can you play a sound cue for that? Corrections. <laughs> yo, yo. Corrections. Sometimes I get things wrong. People correct me all day long. They tell me you did it wrong. That's why I'm doing the correction song. Corrections. Austin loves yeah correction. Austin, Austin, you're gonna get some entertainment tonight. This is this is no the show is no joke. No, you're leaving here entertained. Yeah. How many of you are going to the movie later? Who among you wanted to go to the movie but can't? That's a weird reaction. <laughs> How many of you can't because of scheduling conflicts? Oh, okay, so you really just can't. Does that mean they're turning people away? Is it sold out? Oh, badges only. So you guys don't have badges. Stinking badges. Elitism, what? Ten, you can buy, well, if you buy a ticket, do you still need a badge? There's a guy like yelling out. I, I mean, wonder, Dan, if you and I will need our badges. We should just give someone that looks a little bit like us our badge. You can certainly give two people badges. Because I took a... I don't know if you, if you guys got those badges, but you have to take the face recognition photo. It, it wouldn't recognize my face. I, I, I could be Nick Nolte. I could be anybody in that photo. But I think I have five tickets in my pocket. We'll try to say... But I don't know if, uh, if you don't need badges, but you do need a ticket, then we'll try to figure out a way to give them to the people that are most deserving. I say, I say physical combat. <laughs> I'm just going to break a big Texas-sized pool cue and leave it on the floor and walk out of the room. Uh, all right. So I said that Stan Winston looked great on King of the Nerds on TBS. He's been dead since 2006. Corrections! Yo, yo. I said a corpse looked great. He was a dead person. He's been dead for almost a decade. And I said he looked great. Corrections. Uh, someone, someone tweeted me who worked with Stan Winston. <laughs> I was like, he's been dead since 2006. Who, who, are you, who are you confusing him with? A guy that works at Stan Winston Studios. Okay. Which, you know, made the poor choice to keep his name. I mean, what, what business precedent uh, is there there? Oh, Walt Disney. But... Henson. I just assumed he was Stan Winston. I'm gonna, I don't want to throw Aaron under the bus, but Aaron sa I said, is that Stan Winston? And Aaron said, yes. And she doesn't know who that is. She's 29. She thinks that 
the Challenger shuttle uh, uh, is the one we took from the hotel. <laughs> Making fun of my young girlfriend. <laughs> if being young is a crime, <laughs> why do I always brag about it? Uh, all right, so speaking of being young, it's uh, America's a young country, Jeff, and as you know, uh, it was built on the, black, uh, the backs of, uh, of unpaid labor. <laughs> I just made a good, a, a good Freudian slip. Inappropriate, it was built on the... <laughs> I once, I once said in, in the podcast that, uh, that America was the first country to make slavery illegal. Like, I was like, yeah, come on, look at the bright side. Somebody tweeted me, you're full of shit. Yeah. It's like way the opposite. Think, yeah, like, the, terrible, more, terrible. Yeah. We, 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 were, we were doing it until like yesterday, and we yeah. hung on to it as long as we yeah. could. I, th- I, th- I think Italy outlawed it a long time ago. <laughs> saying we, were, we were like, it's fine. Uh, so sorry about that, uh, every, everyone. <laughs> Uh, what a what a bad thing to be wrong about. <clears throat> uh, I think I already I think I already corrected this one, but I I once said that the TSA was a private company and not a government agency. Again, I don't want to throw it under the bus, but Aaron <laughs> Aaron told me that, and I just believed her. I don't Google anything Aaron says. If I did, my IQ would go up like a thousand points. I just believe everything she says because she's a woman and she's supposed to like fill me with knowledge and life and she's my muse. So I'm like, oh, really? Okay, I'll say that to everyone. <laughs> it's not a private company. However, they can still go fuck themselves, right? I don't know. It, it, it's... Well, they keep the nice people safe when you're getting on the plane. No, but I'll take it in an airport-by-airport airport, uh, basis, because some airports are cool and some airports are full of a-holes. I don't know why they don't smile a little have bit. You, have you guys flown in or out of Philadelphia? Fuck those TSA people. They're the All worst. Right. Fuck Philadelphia Fuck TSA. The whole... Anybody here in Philadelphia? Get out. Leave, sir. <laughs> The city of brotherly, hurry up and take your no. shoes off. Nobody's, you're from Philly, sir? Is it, is it just me, or is that the angriest town in the world? People are pretty angry there. TSA, yeah. That airport, wow. Not good. Is it me, or was that thing that happened in L.A. where a guy like came into the airport and shot the whole thing up and shot a TSA guy was like kind of... That didn't really get publicized that much. Was that a, like, like, it was sort of a... What airport was that? It was, a, it was LAX. Was it LAX? The, our airport. Oh. It was a big deal for like a day and a half, kind of, to some people. And then it just went away. Did Aaron tell you that? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I should Google it. Yeah. All right. That's the end of the correction segment. Yo, yo. Now everything's going to be right. Everything I say is going to be day or night. There's nothing more right than that. I fucked your mama because she's not fat. But if she was, I'd still fuck her. Because you're because a gentleman. You're a gentleman. Yes. Because I don't believe in, 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 in socializing women to be ashamed of their bodies. I would fuck your mama no matter what. I think it's shitty the way we treat our women, and I will always be there for your mama. I like that there's people, there's people eating over there that have nothing to do with the show. They're, they're, they're having chicken wings, and you're talking about... No, yeah, they're mama. just hanging out. Like, Seth Rogen made a comic book or something, and they're, like, in the back waiting for it to be unveiled. I got off the plane here at Austin uh, International Airport, whatever you call it, and there's, you know how the people are there waiting there with placards for people that have, like, a car service? And it'll say, like, S, uh, you know, Thompson or J Anderson... There was a woman, a young gal, 
uh, holding a sign the size of like a movie poster in, in a font that was bigger than the font they used to announce the end of World War II. <laughs> Seth Rogen! Like, everyone else had a regular-sized thing. It's like, give the guy a break. <laughs> also, I found out today, he flew in today. That was yesterday. Yeah, or two days somebody, ago. somebody was fucking around. Yeah. Somebody was hoping Seth Rogen would just wander into their car. It was like Sandra Bernhardt in King of Comedy. Like, she was just waiting. Seth Rogen, maybe. She probably had a couple behind that that were like, Barack Obama! <laughs> I'll take what I can get. Uh, all right, let's let's do a new segment, Jeff. Do you want the same musical cue or, or let's do a different one? Okay. This segment's called uh, uh, Forest Controversy. Forest Controversy. Let's do Forest Controversy, and we're going to argue about something that I decided to argue about. That's not really an issue, but I'm deciding to make it an issue. Forced controversy. All right. The show has it all, you guys. The show, we're singing, we're dancing. I went outside. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's groundbreaking entertainment. Petty cabs. Petty cabs. Petty cabs. The, the little bicycle rickshaw things that you have here in this town. They have them in San Francisco during Comic-Con. It's right. guys, they, you get into a back seat of a big tricycle and, uh, and a guy drives you around, or a girl. Uh, I don't, I don't, they make me very uncomfortable. I don't, I don't like to use them. Why? It feels, it's too, I'm too close to the actual capitalism. It's just like, like, you... You're like, also right up somebody's ass. You have, a, you have a butt right in your face the entire ride. If you're, it's too weird to be close enough to a place that someone can bike you, but you choose not to walk, so they have to bike extra people. That's weird. I took one yesterday from like the, was that the east side over there? Or, and uh, from that little, uh, what's it called, Yellow Jacket Social Club? That place rules. And, uh, and I, I took a, I, I, you couldn't get a cab because like, we, we were promised when we came here that there's a, there's a company called Uber that, uh, that is like a private cab company. Yeah, fuck Uber. Uh, they're our sponsor and fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. I, if, if you don't know who Uber is, I, I'm here to tell you that they're a bad company and they, they should be ashamed of themselves. All right, I'll, I'll foot that 15 grand. <laughs> All right, fine. I, I've paid more I don't like for I don't like songs in community. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll just write that check. Okay, good. Uh, but I took, I took a little cab. This, this gal was half my height, a little tiny, petite little thing named Stephanie. And she drove me. And she was very cool. And I wanted to go somewhere that was pretty far, but you, could not, you cannot get a taxi in this town right now. You cannot get into a vehicle. And even if you do, you can't make it anywhere. So the pedicab is kind of convenient. Well, it's convenient, and it's probably... Um, that's why I said artificial controversy, because I don't, I don't really... I'm, I'm sure it's a good thing. It's just... I feel weird as a 41-year-old man, like, climbing my fat ass onto a yeah. bike and going, like, you, you walk. <laughs> you walk for me. Make your feet do more for my feet. I, I came from the east side, came to the convention center, which I think is right across the street, to get my badge. And I ran into Spencer. And so Spencer and I were right in the same line together. I go, hey, I'm going to go to this other bar on the like, farther west side of town. And I got this gal waiting outside in this pedicab. So we get in it. And about two blocks later, a guy pulls up alongside her in another pedicab. And she goes, like, hey, Eric, um, you want to uh, do switchies? Like, we, we just got into his. And he took over. And Spencer's like, 
Yeah, I'm pretty uncomfortable about that. He's like, I did, we did double the weight. Yeah. You know, like, it's not, it felt, that was kind of, man. Yeah, and I was like, well, someone else, like, like, like I, we, we, Aaron and I walked past a group of people that were coming out of a restaurant, and, like, this, this young lady who had had a few margaritas with lunch was like, she just came out and was just like, pedicab! Pedicab! Like, she was just yelling it out, and then a guy came over, like, and she's like, hello! She just yelled it out like... And like, then she started talking to him about his rates before she... She was like, is it still $5? Uh, and he was like, well, it's $5 if you blah, blah, blah. And she's like, okay. And got on and I was like, I, that's, that's, I don't want to be that. That was like the, the belloc to my Indiana. Like, I, I didn't want... I felt like I needed to confront that that's what character. Call, that's why they call it a petty cab. I know. That's the thing. It's also the word petty. It's like, it really... The emperor's clothes are just down the toilet. Uh... I just want to see something, because from up here, and I, I'm fine with this, because I've been through worse. Up here, it sounds like absolutely no one in this room can hear us at all, and no one's listening. Can you guys hear all these people? everyone's now? just talking. You can hear all right? Okay. All right. So you can hear me fine. You're, you can hear me fine. Yeah. I just want, I, I'm a, I have like weird OCD. Like, I want to, I want to verify that. I just want to like, can you keep talking, Jeff, and just, all right. I just want to go back and... Dana's now I want to know what it's like to be at this show. Wandering amongst you like a lowland gorilla. Because to me, it seems like it's like being at LAX. Okay. Like these, these guys are just hanging out, talking. Yeah, They're just people, talking. This yeah. guy's just pointing at his phone, and he's telling these guys, you should look at my phone. You were drinking with me? I was blacked out. Oh, you're trying to take advantage of my alcoholism. Like, you could just tell me that. What are you guys doing at South by Southwest? Are you uh, premiering a film? Yes, yes. In, will you tell the people? Have you all ever heard of Bitcoin? Bitcoin? You all heard of Bitcoin? Okay. If you heard of Bitcoin, you know you right now you can't get an iOS wallet in the Bitcoin store. I mean, in the iOS store, right? Come talk to me, all right? And I can get you a Bitcoin wallet what sort right of, now for your iPhone of, oh, application. What, what sort of weird hustle's going on over there? Hey. Hey. You can't just hijack our show. Hold on, hold on. Oh, shit, he's standing up. Hold on. God damn it. Hold on. God damn it. Let me, if you want me to come up on stage. Get up here, get up I'll here. Come up on stage. All right. And... <laughs> All right, here we go. So check, hey, what's up, man? What hey, check this out, okay? So it's nothing illegitimate, okay? Somebody call the police. <laughs> call the police. All right. God, you smell great. I know I smell, smell great. really good. I gotta smell great. When you, when, you, when you go back to the crowd eventually, I want everyone to take a little whiff of this guy. Everybody smells, smell me. You smell like a, like a fucking pine tree. Smell me. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it really quick, okay? Fucking break it's it down. It's not illegitimate, okay? We're within the Apple and Enterprise Developer Solution because when you join and when you get our application, you become a member of our cooperative, okay? Of our prerogative? Cooperative. Oh, God damn it. It's not I thought... cooperative. Okay. Now, check this out. You can sue who you want to sue. Cooperative. cooperative. Listen, hold on, hold on. Sorry. Cooperatives All right. were like a big thing a while ago because people worked together. So we built a cooperative to allow all of us to work together with Bitcoin for the people who have our wallet to get paid. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like distribution of wealth without distribution of wealth because the reason why we did it, can I do it real quick? Yeah. In this country, hey, man, man, this, the stage is all yours, right? That's what's you, up. You, you have that's, the floor. That's what's up, all right? So in this country, we feel like that it was an injustice, okay? It's an injustice that the, the country 
advertises the lottery to the poorest people. Yes, right? yes, yes. That's unjust. Now right? you got me on board. Now. Yeah, that's unjust. So check this out. But those same poor people can't invest in early early stage startups. That's stupid. So you tell poor people, here, go invest in this lottery. Somebody got to win. It might as well be you. But you can't take that same money and invest it in people, right, that are right in your neighborhood. Right. I get it. So there you go. So what we figured out is, what we did was we said, okay, if, if, you, if you have this situation where you have a cooperative that owns a piece of a company, now the cooperative can get paid from the company and the people who own a part of the cooperative get the same benefits as early stage investors. And it's all legal. It's all legal. So, so, so that's our spiel. If you want to get in the cooperative, it's a free trial for South by Southwest. I'm down here in Harmontown, chilling. And guess what? I'm gonna let y'all know something. What's the major street name in uh, in in uh, Austin? Caesar Chavez. No. Trinity. Starts with an L. Fourth. Well, that's my name. Well, guess what my middle name is? Wait, what's your name? My first name is Lamar. Lam- my Lamar. middle name is what's the what's the city? This is my town. <laughs> Your name is Lamar Austin? My name is Lamar Austin Wilson. All right. That's what's up. All right. Check it out. Thank you, Lamar. Right. I'm going to go sit down. Thank you. Thank you very much for coming right. back here and messing with me. No problem. And Lamar I'm Austin, everybody. Lamar Austin Wilson. Smell that guy. It's a cooperative. Smell him. Everybody he, smell him. He smells like a delicious forest. <laughs> A delicious forest. Yeah, I, 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 I want to nestle near him. And, Lamar and, and, Austin Houston? Wilson. Wilson, okay. Lamar Austin Wilson. Uh, that was the best. I mean, that's, this, again. I this, only have one question. What? All of that stuff was great. It's a cooperative Bitcoin. Uh, like, get in on the ground floor. Right. Let's gather people's money. If Bitcoin's a real thing, then if it's a real currency, let's, let's, get, let's let people get involved in it from the ground floor that aren't speculators and carpetbaggers. My only question is, why is he having a meeting about it in the back of my fucking show? It turned out fine. Maybe he's the shrewdest businessman of all time and he knew there'd be a platform and a but microphone. But what if, what if this was the Cure for Cancer podcast? What if, what if I was trying to cure cancer and he's talking about fucking Bitcoin in the back? That would be, that would be a crime. Yeah, no. He's lucky I have nothing to do tonight. Yeah. That <laughs> you have no agenda except watch a movie about you. Yeah. I got. I'm. I'm open. I'm fine. <laughs> Everyone here is on higher moral high ground than, than you. <laughs> That's true. Every documentary is about like probably about saving the world. Yeah. It's a documentary yeah. about abortion. It's a documentary about. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. I can't rattle them off because I don't care. Our documentary is largely a documentary about us singing songs about dicks and balls uh, for a month. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of the big things that Neil, the director, regretted cutting out was uh, the uh, Pringles dick song and the chicken noodle dick song. But special features, special features. It's, a, it's, a, it's like a, it's a, it's a, it's a little over 90 minutes, the documentary. Uh, he, I mean, believe me, the guys, he claims, I mean, he's got a four-hour version of the documentary that I'm sure we'll all get to see one day. Yeah. Uh, he's, got, he's also got 650 hours of everything. Uh, it, we were talking, Neil and I, and he was saying that like, he, he could put out the entire long version because some of the fans 
they, they'll probably cut together a better movie than I made because that's how that's how our fans are. Yeah, yeah, yeah actually. So they, we should just dump the entire all 500, 700 hours of all the footage. Yeah. Why don't and, we and let one one of you weirdos just get in it and and, and and make like the perfect cut of it? Should we bring Neil up here? And, yeah, uh, let's bring Neil up. Neil Berkeley. Looking good, baby. Neil Berkeley. <laughs> ladies, feast your eyes. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. You said at the hotel, you're like, we can't share an Uber because you got to change, and we made fun of you, but holy cow, yeah. you changed. Hey, uh, thanks for bringing me up after Lamar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we, uh, we hard to follow, but, yeah. but the um, room got quiet. So uh, the way it works is... Uh, <laughs> now, for, the, for those of you who are just listening, there's no way to express how dynamic that guy was on stage. No, I, he I, took I, over I, the room. Whatever you're doing, Lamar, I'm in. I'm in. He, t- he took over the room, and then after he left, everything got quieter. I, 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 don't, I, mean, I don't think that's because he was making the noise. I think it's because everyone was like, I'm into it. I'm into Bitcoin. I think they're, like, I think they're online trying to like, yeah. find out more about Bitcoin. He made a good case. But this is Neil Berkeley, who throughout the, uh, the movie is largely a ghost because he's a good documentarian. As much as we were all stuck together on a bus, and we want to incorporate the crew and, and the director and everybody because we're all trapped in one vehicle for a month. Uh, he, he kind of insisted on being this ghostly figure. I, I, I was talking to the producer earlier, and I said, I'm very nervous. I hope people like this movie. And he goes, do you know where you're showing it? It's like asking kindergartners if they like these cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I mean, not that you guys are easy or anything. It's just that you, you're driven mainly by naps and sugar. Uh, but yeah, I I, 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 hope I, I, I can't. I, I've been. I mean, I, like for the last over a year, we've been living in a world where this movie hasn't come out yet, and now we. I just. I don't care if they hate it or love it, but I, I can't wait to move across a threshold into a world where other people have seen this thing, because I don't I have no idea. I'm usually in total control over how people see me, whether it seems from a distance like I'm making an ass of myself, I'm crucifying myself. I'm, I'm attacking others. I'm attacking myself. I'm all, it's all my big control-free game. Like, I'm always just going, I control what happens. If you come to shoot me, your bullet's going to go through a bigger hole than I blew moments before you came in the door. And that's how I like it. Uh, but this movie is like, I've, I fucked up. I hired a great filmmaker. I, I had to make a deal with him that I got no control over this thing. I have no idea whether it's good or bad because I watch it and I'm in it and I'm a narcissist so I love it but at the same time I hate myself so I'm like this must be stupid because I'm in it all the time no, what I, my, my, my line what I, what I tell people is why I think it's interesting and why I made it was it's not to decide whether you love or hate Dan it's not about that it's about understanding why there's a room full of people watching him and listening to him talk yeah. Because you are all here because he speaks to you. He does something that you all are reacting to. It's explaining that. So yeah. it has something It's to your do fault. With, yeah. It's all of your fault. Yes. Well, yeah, for me, the, the movie really is not, uh, not about Dan, not about our show. The movie, it's about Bitcoin. It's about, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, the show is never going to really recover from him, from him leaving the stage, is it? Well, I mean, that's like saying rec- rec- recover. For, uh, this island's never going to recover from this papaya. I mean, yeah, you're saying, right. Uh, we should base this fucking industry on it. Uh, but, but I was going to say, like, the, the movie is about the fans of the show because there's a, there's a, a group of people that showed up. And actually, what's your name right there with the beard and the glasses? Oh, uh, Andy. Andy. You want to come up for a second? Oh, Andy Young, yeah. Yeah, Andy, Andy come up. Because this guy... 
Andy um, I, I want to apologize to Andy. He shot some footage. We, we didn't get to use any of it in the movie. That's and not I, what, and I'm uh, very sorry. I'm very sorry about that. That's not what the, one of the dudes told me. He's like, I gotta go. So. Wait, he's in it, though, isn't he? I mean, he's... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Andy's oh, in the movie. Andy came to the show that we did in Austin uh, during the yes, tour. Yes, you're in the movie. Yeah. You're in the movie. And he came back and... Uh, what, 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 was it your girlfriend or just female friend? No, just a friend that uh, is a shooter for me, uh, Tennille. Tennille, right. And they came back and they did this really beautiful interview. And it was like, that was pretty early on in our tour. And it, it, you came back with this giant smile on your face. And she had this great smile on her face. And there's a really cool shot in the documentary when you guys leave the, 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 our, our green room. They walk out, and you... I think she's shooting you, right? Right, yeah. Yeah, so, so the, 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 is that in the film? Yeah, yeah. Um, he gives this look like he just met the Rolling Stones, and it was so <laughs> like... And it's just like, we didn't do anything except to do our little show, but there's this weird sort of awesome love. There's these little bits in the film where there's straight-to-camera interviews with... With our Armenians, and that's like I, I really—I I mean, I'm a crier. I get really emotional when I watch that stuff. It's Everybody really... that sees it always talks about like being brought to tears in those moments, which is there's something strange about that because there's—it's not like there's anybody on camera saying, "I lost my baby and I I, I use Harmon Town to." Yeah, it's there's not. It's just humanity. It's just it's just people's faces, and they're just saying, "I." I, I feel like I'm allowed to be me because this guy's such an asshole. And, and, and you, you'll, so I, I sent a tweet out to all the fans saying, if you want to be in Harmontown, shoot your experience of going to the, to the show. Like, shoot what you do that day going to Harmontown. And Andy's the only person that did it. And he's in the movie. So you all could have been in Harmontown. I, I haven't seen it yet. one guy. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. It sounds like I cry in the movie. I hope I don't cry. No, you don't no, cry. You don't, but you okay, don't, good. You don't okay. cry. I mean, you... you that looks super cool. Look out and smile right now. <laughs> He's fucking adorable, right? So, like, when th- th- that happens a lot throughout the movie where we meet people, and there's just these... Sometimes I don't even know if they know the camera's rolling. They're just kind of staring kind of absently into the lens. Well, and Andy, th- now make a face like uh, you just found out that you've, you're, you're totally hungry and you're totally high, and you just found out that you forgot that you put two Reese's peanut butter cups in the freezer and you just found them. So open the freezer jar and make that face at that moment of discovery. That's the face that he makes That's the face! After he interviews me. That was pretty much how I felt, yeah. Which makes me feel like a bad person because I'm not worth that. I'm not a Reese's peanut butter cup in a freezer. No, I I think you are absolutely worth that. I think Neil made a great point of like why people are in this room because you make people want to get out of their chairs and make something. Yeah. And that's like why I was so interested in like uh, seeing the show and everything, right? Like, how fucking great is it to have him back on community? It's amazing. This town Uh, is full of awesome people. Yeah. And in in the movie, in in the movie, all the interviews are, are they're looking right in the camera very Errol Morris I, I ripped that guy off because any, whatever but um, there's no lower <laughs> thirds like the fans like, are right next to Ben Stiller the, you, he is not more important than anyone else in the movie Jack Black Sarah Silverman is right next to some, Andy and some fan with they're, they're, no one's name is down in the corner they're all just people talking to the camera awesome. uh, Andy are you going to the movie oh we, fuck yeah I'll be there for sure yeah do you have do you have a friend here that's not able to go to the movie because they don't have a ticket? Um, 
Yeah, those dudes, I guess. Yes. Oh, of course, Dan. What? Yeah. It's, it's two people? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to fucking get right, mobbed after this. All right. uh, yeah, they're here somewhere. You, guys. You have, you have to make the face. You, when, he, when he gives them to you, you have to make Everyone's the face. Everyone's Andy's friend right now. They're yeah. <laughs> Me! I love Andy. It's like, oh, that guy. Yeah, of course. All right. Because I only have five of these, but so. All right. I'm giving two to Andy Young because he went to University of Texas and. Uh, yeah. I'm so sorry about whoever tries to mob me after this. You're putting, you're putting me in a really weird position. I'll get. Yeah, yeah. How do these work? These are just like weird. I'm gonna like ripped apart when I got this thing. Where does the, the ticket end? The sad part about this is that when Andy gets murdered in an alley later on, gonna, like he never got to see the movie. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna, it's, 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 that's a double whammy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it didn't yeah. pan Thank out. Thank you, Andy. Young. Very cool. Thanks, Thank guys. You, really appreciate it. Andy. Star of Harmontown, Andy Young. Bitcoin. <laughs> Cooperative Bitcoin. <laughs> Lamar. I swear, I swear to God, though, he's got a fucking point. That's a, I mean, I mean, I mean, not like that should be surprising, but I, like, like, I, I think I get it. I'm not into economics, but I understand. Like, we keep arguing about Bitcoin in the writers' room at Rick and Morty, but it's like, like, if this is an emergent currency, why are there people who who barely have the internet who are being locked out of it before it even fucking starts? Isn't that what his point is? Like, let's start like a a credit union where people can like. Like, like, get in on this shit so that if, if Bitcoin did turn into a thing, that there would be people who were poor before it became a thing that, as a result, are now not poor. Let's make a new batch of, of nouveau riche. Uh, I think that's what he meant. It's, it's, it's okay if I, I, if I, I got to, that wrong. To, to, to be honest, I consider myself a good listener. I was so dazzled by his scent <laughs> that I... I, I, I gotta find out what deodorant or cologne. What that cologne is? God damn it! You want to? You kind of want to. What if you found out that wasn't cologne? What huh? if that's? What if that's what came out you of the armpits? I, I, I think when the, he sweats, I, what I was smelling like was amazing. The, his own sense of self worth. Yeah. Then, then, yeah. or then he's in the wrong business. Like he should be bottling like 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 the smell of Lamar Austin uh, Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. Uh, instead, he's he's hooked into this Bitcoin thing, but he's cursed with this beautiful smell. Uh, <laughs> All right. So, what what else is on the docket? Let me take a look at my uh, Neil. What what what, do you, what what what's your problem? What do you what do you want to talk about? Did you know Stan Winston was dead? No. Okay. Do you like the TSA? No. Okay. Oh, Neil. Okay. Uh, all right. So Here we I'm, go. I'm getting married to my fiance, Aaron McGathy, who's in the movie. I'm gonna marry the fuck out of this woman. Uh, and part of marrying the fuck out of somebody, in, usually, traditionally, is like you absorb them into your last name. The woman takes the last name of the man. But then in L.A., especially among creatives, actors, and that kind of thing, they hyphenate. Oh, I'm, I'm uh, Catherine Zeta. I'm going to marry T- Tom Jones. Oliver Jones. I'm going to become... <laughs> Catherine Zeta Jones. I'm not, I'm sure not giving true. up the Zeta. That's probably not what happened with her. Uh, but but like, I, I need people to help me. We, we, we don't know what to do. I honestly don't want. To, I don't want to force my last name on Aaron. Aaron Harmon is a shitty name. But how about? I, how about? I, I, I don't. How about D- Dan and Aaron Lamar Austin Wilson? <laughs> what about Dan McGathy? Well, I mean, there's that, but. I like I like Dan Harmon. I don't want to f- make her be Aaron Harmon. I don't want to be Dan why don't, McGaffey. Why don't, just, why don't you just keep your own names and not do that? Because what about the children? 
Huh? What, what are their children? Yeah. Oh, they, 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 make up an awesome they, last they, name. They, then the middle name becomes McGathy or whatever, but then what about their children? What are we, Spanish? <laughs> Think about five generations from now. They're going to be like, my name is Ramon That guy's in the movie. What's up? That guy's in the movie. Oh, in the front yeah, row. So. Yeah. All right. Who, anyone here? Oh, no, they, they don't know. Do, all, do you know you're in the movie, sir, in the front row? That's Mars. He's part of our yeah, Felicity no, Street team. Yeah, Mars is in the movie, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Stand up. If, if you would like to stand up, sorry. I mean... I like it. You got a little, a little d- um, dyed I, tuft of hair. I love that. It's very cool. I like the idea of professional, keep your name, personal, take Harmon, and... The kids get that. Oh, so, okay. It's, it, yeah. All right. I think that makes sense. I'm sorry, I missed that. What was the pitch? Saying professional, you can somehow compartmentalize your professional name from your personal name, and that the kids will just become Harmons. Hyphenate. And the kids get no. her name. All right. Let's bring Aaron up here because. Uh, Yo, gonna marry this girl. Gonna take her last name for a while. She's throwing t-shirts to the crowd. Erin McGathy saying it loud. She's gonna marry Dan Harmon soon. She's gonna have a baby in her womb. Gonna, what are we gonna call that baby? I don't know. McGathy, maybe. <laughs> uh, I, I just decided. Okay. I think that I'm going to, uh, I'm going to keep McGathy as my middle name. I'm going to make Harmon my last name. And when we have children, I'm going to make a uh, secret math and passageway (laughs) that'll be like in their nursery. And they'll always see it there and it'll say McGathy Tunnel. We won't tell them that my maiden name is McGathy. But then one day we'll hire someone to come in as like a sprite and say like, hey, and he'll have eyeballs painted on his hands. Saffron! <laughs> Saffron over here! <laughs> Saffron. Saffron? We can talk about it later. Right. Saffron and cinnamon. Saffron! Cinnamon! Boy and girl identical. Cinnamon! Turmeric! Are you having strippers? <laughs> Stickers! Turmeric, Harmon McGathy, you get in here right now! <laughs> Apple! Saffron. Yoda! You are due on the main stage right now! <laughs> And the, the hired uh, actor will say, uh, hey, do you know you're special? And Saffron and Cinnamon will be like, yes, yes, we know we're special. We know our father is like the most smart man in the world. He's told us a million times over in that nursery <laughs> book that he wrote especially for us. And uh, we know that mom loves yarn. Uh, and, uh, and, and he'll be like, hey, no, here's a key. And there'll be a key to the passageway and they'll go down the passageway and there'll be a room that will be illuminated by torches with like a giant banner that says, you are a McGathy. And there'll be, there'll be like ashes for them to make M's on their forehead. And it will be like a secret club. And then they'll find me sleeping uh, in, a, in my... <laughs> are, you, are you saving up for all the therapy time right now? <laughs> That sounds fucking horrifying. <laughs> they'll, they'll, Don't they'll, make your kids walk down a torchlit passageway. They'll, they'll find you sleeping in this tunnel in their nursery. No, no, no. I'll be, I'll be in our room, but I'll be, uh, I'll be wearing like one of those really beautiful Nicole Kidman uh, dressing gowns that I imagine she wears from like Eyes Wide Shut. No, or? from her life. I just imagine oh. she wears nice nightgowns. 
Um, and uh, they'll they'll rouse me and and I'll say yes you are you're a you're a McGathy. Uh, <laughs> and so it, it'll be special. It'll right. be like the lady from the lake. You know I, I can make this a lot simpler. Don't have kids. That saves a lot of trouble. You said that about our you said that about a dog and you love our dog. Yeah, your dog's a weirdo, but I like it. All right. We, 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 oh, yeah, well, Neil's asking if we could tell a story about something. The answer is yes, automatically. What is it? What? The, the, the pickup shot. With the, the, and I had you wear the same shirt from a year ago. Oh, Jesus Christ, Neil. Okay, all right. I don't right, embarrass okay. you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's, I think I'm, uh, oh, yeah, it's Neil, very... okay. Here's a dirty little secret about documentaries. Uh, uh, so you, you, you shoot 650 hours, you edit it into 90 minutes, and then depending on the structure of the 90 minutes, you... You may decide you need, like, maybe a shot, for instance, of Dan Harmon leaving his house in the morning. Uh, and that may be shot a year later, in which case you try to match a shirt. And if Dan Harmon has gained, let's say, 30 pounds, that's how he'll find out. It's me walking down the sidewalk with buttons flying off of my stomach as I no, you, move you, this way and that way. Like, it felt like I was, a, I was too fat to play the role of myself. <laughs> to be cast as myself. It was the most, you came down the and you said, you said, I'd like to think the cotton shrinks, but I think it's something else. <laughs> and, then, and then you started to slowly squat down <laughs> until the shirt popped open. <laughs> <laughs> like a treasure box. It'd be great if you just you bent down fast enough and a shirt just completely atomized. <laughs> yeah, the, just into, a, into a mist. I can just speaking turn this. Of, <laughs> speaking of shirts and uh, corrections, we have some shirts that are throughout some shirts. Nice segue. <laughs> well, Aaron, and, yeah. and I, I, I guess I've given Dan some uh, wrong information. Uh, before we went on tour, I suggested to Dan, you know, we really should have merch on the tour and Dan said, no, no, I don't want those people to have anything of me. Um, and I said, no, I think they like you. It was a big back and forth. But anyway, I, I, I did all the, I, I designed all the t-shirts with Jenny Fine, artist, and all the posters. She did the art, I took the picture, blah, blah, blah. But I was also put in charge of ordering all the shirts. And I don't know how to order things. And I was given a lot of advice. And I ordered a certain number of t-shirts. And there's a shot in the documentary. You'll see there's a shot with a ton of trash bags outside of the uh, bus. More t-shirts than could fit on a bus. And the bus driver said, look, no one, Van Halen doesn't have this many (laughs) t-shirts. And I was like, no, 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 you don't understand. And I I was really stubborn. And I was yelling at this bus driver who's been on a thousand tours telling him that I knew everything about t-shirts. We sold a fifth of them. (laughs) Um, But there are tons and tons of t-shirts. Because Uh, we didn't take Bitcoin. Lamar is, is the point of your story that we have a lot of t-shirts to give away? The point of my story is that sometimes oh. I'm really sure about things that are incorrect. But also, oh. Harmontown.com, we have a few left. <laughs> we have a few left. We have a few and thousand shirts Did you already left. give away all the ones for tonight? Uh, there are a few more. Casey, Casey's going to toss out some okay. uh, shirts. T-shirt tossing wrap. Give, give that guy in the backpack one. There you are. Wait, wait, wait. Is there, is there anybody here who feels they're more, more deserving of a t-shirt than anybody else? Yes! All right, you, miss, come up on stage. Make your case. Is there, hold on to that, Casey. Miss, what, what, why do you feel that you deserve one of these more than the other people that want a t-shirt? I don't know who Dan Harmon is. I never heard of him before. 
I've never watched Community. And I'm here with my boyfriend who loves Dan Harmon and we watched Worth 15 Blocks in the Rain. I didn't hear the last part, but I'm, I, I hate myself no, wait, enough no, no, to no, give no, her no, a t-shirt. No, 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 no. I, I feel like she, I mean, that, you, that's, you, did, you did well. I feel that, that you, a lot of people might have said as much or more. I feel that maybe you should wrap your case. I feel that there should be, you should be able to wrap... You should be able to wrap. Fifty bucks in the red. I don't know who Dan Harmon is. But here's a beat. My boyfriend loves Dan Harmon. Keep going. My car is not waterproof. Yeah. All right. That was a fiasco. If she was a child, this would be adorable. Triple X. Timing, timing, and comedy is everything. Now, here's what's your name? Heather. Heather. Here's the thing. We have an XL and a triple XL left. You don't seem like either of those. You seem like a, 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 a little too petite the big, for the that. The big one? Okay. <laughs> Which one do you want, XL or triple X? Triple X. Damn. All right. Thank you. All right. All right. Thank you. Heather, not even close. Heather, everybody. Okay. Heather. Okay, now... We have one XL left. There's one XL left? Yes. Okay. Who feels the most XL tonight? Huh? <laughs> but who's the gal in the way in the back? You're not an XL. You're a tiny little whisper of a thing. Yeah, you. You're not an XL. Oh, she's getting closer. Oh, my God. No, I'm kidding. What's that? Exactly like my brother. Yeah. You want the XL? No. I just give it to her. Fuck it. All right. She's small. Huh? Are we out? You're from Australia? What part of Australia? Perth. I love it. Uh, are we out of shirts? We're out of shirts. Sit down. They, they, they make but shirts out of... online at He can make a shirt out of a, out of a plant, right? That's what you get, you're a master of nature. <laughs> also, uh, I only know about Australia from TV and movies. So. We, should have, we should have held up... Like, I should have held up the, the extra large and go... And, and he goes, that's not a shirt. And then you hold up the triple right. X. Now that's a shirt. Right. All right, well, let's, let's do the same, similar process with these uh, tickets to right. the movie. We got three left. I want to ma- feel satisfied that. Do more rapping. Somebody that, wa- that, that, that wasn't going to be able to go to the movie that really, quote unquote, deserves. You all deserve. Like, I, like, like, I don't know how to do this selection. I like I, I'm afraid to look at them. I'm afraid to look at them. I don't know how to do this. I just want to try to. Uh, well, don't go out and... Ha- I want to hear people's stories. You know, no, I, I like the guy... Well, hang on. Oh, he's already coming up. I, I wasn't going to say somebody else, but we're, 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 take, we're taking this guy. You, he, he already got a shirt. Oh, I did. Yeah, I got a shirt. But I want to... Uh, uh, I really love Community, Anime, and Morty. I think they're fucking hilarious. I told them like five times, so... Um, uh, they're my favorite. Do you, but you hate Harmontown? Harmontown? I, I haven't seen it. I didn't know it existed until an hour ago, but I would definitely go see it. All right, it. come on. I'm, go, I'm going out in the no, crowd. Dan, 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 I have the guy. Dan, I, I'm almost certain I have the one. What? You do? I think I do. Okay. All right. What, what's your name, by the way? It's Nick. Nick? Yeah. Nick Parkett. Uh, Nick, does, Nick, does, does Nick, it, Nick got like three photos with me, and he he had to keep adjusting the lighting and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, so, but. I did does, does a guy that looks enough like George Lucas to be notable, uh, who's, who's who's not raising his hand? He's uh, pouting, and the people but his next, friends are pointing. The people at next him. to him are nominating him, and he's and he's being a good person about it, and saying, "I don't I don't feel like I deserve All right, this." Will you come? Will you? Are you willing to come up here, sir? Okay, come on up stage. Yeah, sure. Do you need help? 
Your friends think that you Hello, everybody. deserve this. Do you know why they would think that? What's your name, Christoph? Uh, Brendan. Brendan. Brendan, yeah. everybody. Uh, do I deserve it? I mean, does anybody deserve anything? Right. No, of course not. Um, but why do your friends think you deserve no, it? No, I don't have a ticket to the movie. Um, I recently lost my job, and I think that's a good reason. That's a great reason. Now, it's hard to find work, and I'm looking. But I think seeing the documentary will inspire me to become who I am. Are your friends, are your friends going to the movie? Do they have tickets? No, no. no but I they want going. you to go because they... They like, love me. They're, they're rallying around you. They want you to go. What's, what, what I'm going to cry. What job did you lose? Do you mind saying? I was tech support. Tech support? Uh, it wasn't like my career goal kind of thing. What would your dream gig be? Like pie in the sky? Like If you could do anything and get paid to do the dream gig and, and, and be embarrassing about it, what would, what would be the best way to make a living? Actually, voiceover for cartoon. Would... Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, nice. That's a good one. Give him that ticket. All right. Okay. Well, make, make, make sure you give your name to somebody over there in the VIP section that says they work for Starburns Industries. There's Casey Rupp. If, you're, if we can get you out to okay. L.A. to do a voice for Rick and Morty and hear... That's awesome. Because I can do that now. And here's your ticket to the Harmontown premiere. What a reward! Yeah, Brendan, when you come to L.A., uh, make sure that you come and join us on, on stage at Meltdown for Harmontown, man. That's fucking great. Also, we could have him come up Thanks, and maybe guys. do a... Um, if, you got the, if you got the wherewithal, Brendan, to come to L.A., maybe we can have him sit in on a D&D, like a little trial voiceover thing. Like, uh, yeah. One of these two remaining tickets doesn't have the barcode like stub on it. It got <laughs> torn off. But because there's two remaining tickets, I want to try something special. Because my relationship with Aaron is not exactly portrayed in a light that makes everyone want to run out and fall in love <laughs> in the movie. Uh, and yet, I'm getting married to her because I do love her. And I think that... Uh, I, 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 I wonder if there's a couple here tonight that, that came to South by Southwest. All right, we got... We got this is extra progressive. This is, this is a female-female couple? Two gals. Yeah, you, you two, all right. please. Sweet. I love it. That's just going to make me feel better about myself all week. There are also stairs over here. All right. So you guys are you guys are a couple, and uh, is what, are, what are your names? I'm KD Bethany. All right. I'm not allowed to say that's hot because that's. <laughs> That's, that's a bygone era. I think it's hot. <laughs> uh, okay, well, what's a, But do you guys bicker ever? Do you fight? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it's usually about, like, how we feel about things, and we kind of get yes. too yeah. into it. Does that make sense? Is one of, is one of you two the, uh, the robot, and the other one the, the uh, I think plant goddess? I pretty emotional. Yeah, we're pretty emotional just together as a unit. Yeah. pretty emotional. Are, are you punished for explaining your feelings? <laughs> well, we, we kind of... We try not to punish each other for explaining our feelings because I think it makes everything worse. But um, there's, uh, you know, there's a lot of times when... There's a balance. What was your, what was your last big fight? And, 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 and really yell into these uh, microphones because we have to be... It's, it's kind of loud in here. I mean, it's going to have to get, like, pretty deep. Do you want me to explain? Is that, oh, if, it's, if, it's, if, it's, if, it's, if it's okay with you guys... Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a, a sophomore in college right now. 
and I was living with my parents before that. I moved out, Bethany told me, like, I'm scared that you're gonna meet somebody new. I told her, that's totally not a problem. I did end up, like, kind of falling for a person, and there was one night where we did, like, it's so bad, I'm so sorry. But I did get a little bit drunk, and I made out with her, and, uh, like, she, it was her worst nightmare. So that, that's my deep shit. My worst nightmare. Oh. Yeah, God, my God. She did it anyway. And you, and you forgave her? It, I, yeah, I still love her. Oh. I shouldn't. <laughs> I think, you know, I don't think you have to be embarrassed for, for forgiving her. I mean, like, I think, I think that applause means we're all in love with a bunch of people who constantly let us down. Right, Aaron? <laughs> all right. What, I don't know even why that got that reaction. What, that's what love is. It's a, it's a partnership. It's not a fucking... Uh, it's, not a, it's not a holiday. It's like... It's, it's teamwork. And life is hard. And you go up and you go down. And two people together go up and down at different times. And I'm not saying it's, 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 it should be expected or you're entitled to make mistakes. You should be punished for them and blah, blah, blah. But, but, but I mean, I, I, I know how she feels when she goes like... Yeah, I still love her. I forgive her. But f- f- fuck her. <laughs> what she because... didn't tell you was that she gave me a free pass to fuck someone else. Uh, all, right, all right. See? There's who wants to come, up, to, who wants to come up and fuck Bethany right now? <laughs> there's always a way for two human beings that can communicate to work these things out. Free uh, pass. So you guys seem pretty young, though. Are you going to... You, 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 uh, I don't want to put pressure on something that shouldn't be pressured. Is this a serious relationship? Yeah, we've yeah. been dating for two years. All right. Well, why don't the two of you come watch Harmontown and uh, the movie, the movie, and and maybe you'll get in because you've got the ripped one, and maybe you won't, and that'll that should be the deciding factor on whether you guys stay together. All right, we'll figure it out. Bethany and KD, everybody. I think at the heart of it all, you shouldn't stay in anything that's bad. But you and I have a, a really solid good relationship or we're willing to like get yeah we do I, I i would never i would never i well i don't think i i i i i could never uh stray from fidelity but i don't know how much i get to pat myself on the back for that because i just don't think it's just not in my blood i think that there are other people who are in love with each other and sometimes they have like i, I don't know it's harder for them like i i i just know that from observing people like Right. I know. Well, I, I, I never do anything that's that difficult. Like right. I never. Like like I, I won't stop playing a video game to make you feel better. Like like, like so. But I know I would never cheat I don't on know. you. What are the circumstances that would make that? <laughs> that would make me feel better if you stop playing a video game. No, I'm just saying. Like I, you know, I'm a pretty selfish guy. I'm like a baby, and I'm not proud of that. And I don't think that I'm allowed to be that. What I'm saying is that I don't do difficult things just to keep our relationship going. I would do anything to keep it going, but I'm pretty bad at it. I'm pretty flawed. I'm pretty, like, pretty bad at, at remembering in moments of selfishness that something that I want is, isn't as important as making you happy. Well, I think we're both very flawed, but I think the good thing about our relationship is that we are ourselves all the time. So the flaws aren't ever deal breakers. Like, it's always a... Well, you you do you're doing this shitty thing. Like I'm very messy in hotel rooms, for example. Yes. 
It's like the moment we go into the hotel room, the entire floor gets carpeted with it's kind of a chiffon. And you, guys, like, you guys are amazing. I've, I've traveled with you enough. We can get to a hotel anywhere in the world. They will, get, they will check in, beautiful hotel room. I can knock on their, you guys' door 10 seconds after you got in there, and yeah. the, there's not a bit of... Uh, floor that is not yeah. covered in, in luggage She's and a, clothing. It's, it's me. It's, it's me. It's, like, like, it's, it's not my parents' house. Right. Clothes it's, everywhere. It's sort of like it's it's sort of like it being in a relationship with Jumanji. Like, <laughs> like, like there's just all of a sudden just elephants and monkeys like, like everywhere. But yeah. the understanding with our relationship is. Uh, either you accept that I'm weird in hotel rooms, and you can, and I'll try to clean up if you ask me to clean up. You never do, but if I, if you did, I would. But the the idea is, well, that's a flaw of yours, and I yeah. accept that. So let's move forward. The thing is, like your flaws, I accept other flaws, and lots of relationships I haven't accepted. Aaron, like have, lameness. I'm sorry to interrupt. Have, have you seen uh, the cut or the the, the the final cut of the film? Not the final cut, but, but like clo- a recent close cut. to it. Uh, close to yeah, it. No. Yeah, and what do you what, what do you think? How do you think? Like Dan said, he doesn't feel like the relationship comes off looking all that like a a, a um, real poster for relationships. Well, I mean, it's a it's it's not the best month in the uh, <laughs> history of our relationship, and Dan can tell you I've gone through a lot of. I mean, I I, I was really torn up about it because with our engagement and everything, I was bummed out that. Our relationship wasn't super, doesn't look so super cool in the in the movie. But um, it's, uh, I mean, it's honest. It's everything that happened. I wish there were more moments with me smiling. Yeah, I um, wish. I, I learned my big lesson from having a documentary made about me. That from now on, whenever I do dry humor, I'm always going to end it with bursting into laughter and kissing someone on the forehead and saying, "I love you." <laughs> Because that's definitely what's missing. <laughs> yeah. I know I had a lot more fun on tour than is showed in the movie. Like, I was having a good time, and, but it's. There's you know, literally a moment in the Neil. movie where you're, you're actually just asking me to say I love you, and I won't do it because I think it's funny, uh, and uh, it doesn't seem yeah. funny. But I, and I look obnoxious. I, I think you put it very well when you said it shows your relationship not at its best, not at its worst. It to, it's this middle ground of what it's like. It's. Yeah, I mean, the, the truth is we got, in a, we got in a really bad fight early on, and it was never really resolved. And with my personality, and maybe this is me being a woman, or maybe it's just me being Aaron, but I, I wanted to talk stuff out. We didn't get to talk stuff out because you were like, can we just, like, let's just have fun. Like, can we deal with this later? But to me, it wasn't that big of a deal. But because we didn't talk to it, I felt talk about it. I felt yeah, weird I, and uh, I, I like you were rude to me. I have like this. I have like this like, like this programming in me about relationships where I, th- I just because of observing my mom and my dad, I'm not using it as an excuse. I'm saying this is my big flaw. Is like I my my gender roles are based on like the guy coming home and being and trying to prove that there's nothing to get worked up about and the, and that the woman is going like there is a reason to get worked up we should be a, you know you should be apologizing and you should be doing something and that the guy's supposed to go no there isn't be quiet <laughs> and, I, that, that, like, and I 
I, it's that is the source of like all of our difficulty. Is like, I, I'm I, always I, trying to avoid a fight, and I, I right. end up pausing them. I think I think during the tour, especially, and in real life, and like in normal life, you're you're very conscious of being a bad boyfriend, or you're very worried that you're a bad boyfriend. And most of the time, when you say that, I don't think that you're being a bad boyfriend. And I think on the tour. You were so worried that you were going to be a bad boyfriend. Whenever I would say anything, like positive or negative, you'd be like, "Okay, come on, do it later." And I'd be like, "What the fuck?" Like, I just no one cares about this. Yeah, but it would be about things that were positive or negative, or just like hanging out. And I, I very much wanted to be one of the guys hanging out, but I think that I kept on being put in the position by you of like, "Come on, Aaron, don't start anything." But I wasn't. So then I got really sad and it felt. Lonely and weird, but I had a great time. All right. So uh, speaking of nobody caring door. about this, let's bring up Spencer. Yeah. I know, but it, wow. You can. So why don't you you stand anywhere you want or sit there? Uh, what, what, what's up? Are you guys having a good time? Is, is any is anybody drunk right now? Are we all going to go home and safely and securely transfer files using Dropbox? Spencer, <laughs> yeah, Lamar, look at this. I just, I just made eight hundred dollars. Holy shit! <laughs> uh, that, that's, not, that's not true. I just love Dropbox. Uh, Spencer and I just had lunch, and, and you were breaking it down about Bitcoin to me. Because what I didn't know is that the, the uh, what's that place, the Gox or what the hell? Yeah, Mount Mount Gox. Mount Gox. Uh, that the, the, the the big trader of Bitcoins originally started off as Magic Card like depository. That's so yeah. fucking awesome. I'm I'm all up in magic and Bitcoin. I'm I'm in all of that. I dig it. Spencer, how you holding up on this trip? You having fun? I'm, I'm having a good time. I've been I've been more drunk here than I've ever ever been. Yeah. Yeah. yeah drinking. Spencer, Spencer and I went out to uh, the, the mean-eyed cat yesterday, and uh, and uh, with a little kind of country bar. Spencer on a beer and a half is the coolest Spencer in the fucking world. And, that's, and, and, and I, Spencer's already really cool. I hadn't eaten in like 14 hours before. Like that beer was my breakfast and it was afternoon. Yeah. It's so, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's like a hug from the inside. I'm the kind of drunk who like talks about how drunk they are. And that's, that's <laughs> terrible. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just so wasted. But, <laughs> but no weed. Yeah, well, that's the problem. No, yeah, no, like, no. They, like, yeah. If anybody's got a joint later on, hook a brother up. Not that that's legal or anything. It's not. No, it's totally illegal. Don't do it. But we we appreciate the law and all it serves <laughs> Did us. Someone with. just shriek weed. I thought someone. What? I don't. What's Spencer? Happened? How do you feel about this film coming out? Because you have not seen this. I part. have not. I have not seen it. I'm terrified. I'm told I come up. I come out well, but that terrifies me even more. I don't want people to like me. Yeah. Yeah, it's t- I mean, you don't want people to like you. You probably don't want people to not like you, right? Yeah, it's, it's a, hard, a hard balance to strike. Yeah, I kind just of an wanna, impossible I, tightrope. I want everyone to uh, do all stuff for me without bothering me in any way. Right. It's hard. It's hard. Well, that's what they're going to do tonight. They're going to watch a movie about you and love you, whether you like it or not. Yeah, man, I'm going to get I so laid. And, I mean, you're, you're a bashful, like, you're, you're kind of a, 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 an introverted person. Oh. You said bashful, but I thought you said a bathful. And I was, what the fuck does that mean? You're a bit of a bathful. Yeah, like, <laughs> dirty know. water mostly, some soap. I mean, yeah. but the dirt's still there. What I'm trying to say is, I'd like to have a bath with you later on. Uh, I'm down. You're, you're, you're a shy guy, but you're about to be thrust into 
like some sort of at least mini stardom in this because you really do emerge as, as a heroic figure in this, I would say. Uh, ye- yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm a heroic figure, you guys. <laughs> Look at all this heroism. I mean, you're the one that goes on a journey because you get to go to New York for the first time, right? You had never been there. Yeah, I got to look at the M&M store. Got yeah. all... All the M&M's. What's your take on the M&M store in Times why, Square? Why is there an M&M store? I mean, there's already a gas station. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> Every store is theoretically an M&M well, yeah. store. I mean, you could get M&M's anywhere. Yeah. Or, or why would you seek out M&M's at a specific I don't location? Get it. Don't get it. Yeah, why would you be fans of M&M's like they're a franchise? I just like love a- chocolate, but that extra candy-coating yeah, like, shell... You just- know how when you go to Las Vegas and you're walking down the strip, and you're like, you know what, honey, let- can we stop for a second? I need a, I need a lot of M&M's. <laughs> I, want- I just want all blue ones. Custom, yeah. yeah. Custom made. Custom. I-, I, want- I want it to have my initials on them. It's- yeah. And they need to be in a $70 container. Spencer, what, what city did you most identify with on the tour? What city did I most identify with? What was Spencer Town? I mean, probably New York, right? Because everyone just ignores you, and you can tell everybody to fuck off, and there's people pissing in subways. It's cool. It's cool. I don't know. It's uh, raining. How, how much time do we have left? What's, what are we looking at? It's I like so, so, 6.05. We got, Jesus Christ. We got time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lamar, you still the here? movie's at nine thirty. Okay. Well, I, cu- I cut off Aaron to bring Spencer up. I thought I thought I thought that we were going to be up here talking about our relationship forever. Uh, you, 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 Aaron, let's let's do a new segment called Aaron has more to say about our relationship. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tenderness is a hot thing. Reaching out. Singling. You gotta take your hand in mine. It's a team effort. It's gonna be fine together. Somebody just walked into the hotel because we're, we're doing this in a tavern in a hotel lobby. Somebody just came to the front door and passed by the doorway to where we are and had absolutely no idea what the fuck was going on. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the look was one of consternation. Uh, All right. I'm here for the Bitcoin co- cooperative. <laughs> I don't have more to say. I just felt vulnerable, and then I felt embarrassed that you said speaking of no one caring, and then I was like, oh, no, I've done it again. No, I'm sorry. I've I brought down the podcast again. I was doing a bit. I was doing a segue bit. I was like, speaking of no one caring, let's bring up Spencer. I was trying to keep the show on the road because I thought we were running out of time. I didn't know we were in one of those, holy let's, shit, what are we going to do for two hours? Let's do a wrap about all the fun things that Dan's done in Austin. Austin rap. Yo. Austin. Can't. Can't hear the music. Can't hear the beat. Be on beat. Just grabbing and moving my feet. Wait for the beat. Okay. Now I got the beat. Let's do a rap. Dan, why don't you do the rap about uh, uh, finding out that you're going to die tomorrow and all the things you want to get done. Go. Okay. All right. New new suggestion. Uh, Dark. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, 24 oh. hours. Oh, uh, yeah. Then oh, shit. Then you're in the ground. Oh, 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 shit. Ice-T is gonna die tomorrow. He's gonna spend the next day in sorrow. I got a bucket list of things to do. My name is Ice-T, motherfucker. How do you do? I'm from the streets. I'm from the gangster life. I fucked your mama so hard like a knife. That's gross. I'm sorry. Violent imagery, evocative of violence. I don't do that. See? 
easy words to rhyme end with A-O-I-E, that's fine. For instance, if you can end a line with day, then you can say that you're way or you're gay. If you end a line with the word me, then you could say that you bent at the knee. If you were to say you had a cup of tea, then you could say that you saw and then you see. The key is you want to have vowels, so you can move the rap out of your bowels. Like taking a shit, you want it to slide out. I fucked your mama so hard, I got the gout. Rich food is Austin style. I fucked your mama on the Egyptian Nile. I fucked your mama in a river. Fucked your mama on a lake. Fucked your mama for the March of Dimes. For children's sake. It was a charity fucking your mom. I fucked your mama with uh, my friends Harry and Tom. Dan, go rap outside. Go rap outside on the street. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay, I'm gonna try to keep the beat. I'm gonna try to do it even somebody though video I can't this. Somebody hear it video on this. the street. Get your phones out I'm and video this right now. If the mic still works, trying to keep the beat even though I'm with some jerks. Gotta keep the rap going on the beat. I'm going to rap on the rainy street. It's fun. Kind of went out here and I can't hear you, but here's what I'm saying and here's what I'll do. I'm gonna rap. I'm gonna rap on the street it's gonna get where I've always been from, so now I got the beat. So all you all motherfuckers through this glass can hear me rapping in Austin. Look at my ass. It's visible when I pull down my pants. I'm gonna do a rainy street Austin, Texas dance. I'm gonna fuck it up in the street with style. I fucked your mama all the goddamn while. I gotta come back Let's in all hide. I'm Everybody gonna hide. get arrested. Yo, I'm gonna get arrested. There's some people that are looking at me and they're pretty happy that they don't know me. Oh shit, I'm really in trouble. I'm back inside. Yo, yeah, bubble. Yeah, did I stay on the beat? Yeah. Yeah? Fuck, yeah. Now I got it. Yes. <laughs> it's a lot to process. <laughs> kind of wish I was in the audience instead of in the show so I could just sit back and figure out what just happened. Yo, all right. What's your name? Holly. Holly. Yo, I saw your mama at Holly's house. Doesn't matter what her name is that rhymes with mouse. That's the only word that you're going to rhyme with. What's your name? Wendy. With. Yeah. It's a rapping game. We get a, get a, someone. Katie. That's your name. Yeah. See, it doesn't really matter. Yo. Pete. Yo, scatter. Yo. It's called working the crowd. I'm told to say your name. She said it out loud. It just seems like it's improvised, but you're really just rapping. It just actually sucks. Jesus. Can't, can't get it. All right. Oh. Did I really stay on the beat? I actually, I, I turned it off just so we could hear you better, uh, but you were right on it. I put it back on. You were you right You have no idea group. how embarrassing it was out there. Well, the, like, for real, it's just quiet, like, well, quiet okay. and I, rainy. I, I, I went out and there's there, just uh, people just talking to their agent on the phone, and, uh, and I was just like, I'm fat and stupid. And, and they were like, you're homeless, and uh, you're in jail. You're going to go to jail. 
because out there you can't hear a single thing in here. No, and yeah. you don't care. Yeah, you don't care about anything no. in here out there. It's that's, how, that's the world is out there. There was a guy behind. There's you. There's police out there. There's a guy behind you in a hoodie trying to look through the glass and trying to the figure out what you were doing. To you? Yeah, he looked bummed. They're out. like, are you, are you, are you the, are you Ashton Kutcher? Are you? Are, why are you allowed to do this? Are, you're you, going to jail. You were a microphone away from crazy. Yeah, yeah. Thank God I had this. I kept pointing at it like it's cool. It's not. I'm not. I'm not hearing things. I'm not insane. I have a microphone. Yeah. Also, most of those windows have posters on them that we can see out, but you really can't see in. No, only, no, there, no. There's only one window you can kind of see yeah, in. There's a lot of people out there doing what I was doing, and they're all criminals. They're all. They're all in trouble. We should give all the homeless people microphones. <laughs> yeah, or cooperative Bitcoin. Give them. Give them a chance. I almost wonder. Nah. He smells so good and he was so charismatic. I, Is he, you kind of wanted Lamar. You kind of wanted back. Lamar to like really have his pulpit, but it doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, he's but, probably gone. We don't want to keep surfing that wave. Did Lamar leave? Oh, he's gone. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that, see, now you guys feel like you should have left. <laughs> All right. What's the next chapter? Um, let's play some D and D. I think Spencer's probably ready for that. I guess. Huh? I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for anything. Right? Ugh. I don't know. I'm not ready. Sp- Spencer, I, I told him, like, you know, maybe we'll play D&D. Maybe we won't. It's up to him. But Yeah, because Spencer, you were away for a couple weeks. You didn't play D&D. We were, we were at Spencer-less for a while. Well, I, I mean, I should correct you. You did, you did play D&D. Oh, yeah, but we didn't play it with you. And, like, uh, we, 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 oh, we, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Also, to be quite honest, there's been about 17 other shows where we didn't really play D&D, and you, and, yeah. and you were there. So, yeah. uh, like, well, we have, maybe we should let's fill the time while Spencer gets ready. Let's, let's do our pain segment, our human pain segment. All right. Who's the most in pain? Well, this hand is just, like, up immediately. Are you willing to come up and talk about your pain? Yes. All right. Come on up. All right. What's your name, young lady? Katie. 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 Yes. Welcome, Katie, to the stage, Yay! would you? I'm so happy to be here. Hello. Hi, Jeff. Good to meet you. Hi. Well, you, you seem pretty happy for somebody that's in a lot of pain. I'm really happy. Harmontown. Can you? I, I, I don't have a ticket, no. Step so, so forward a bit. I don't have a ticket. What's, what's, what's going on in your life that brings you so much heartache? Okay. Uh, hello, everyone. I know it's disoriented because it, you, you hear people. It's like being in an airport, but they're listening. Okay. It's just, there's okay. a sort of chuffa, like. Okay. So basically, I'm going to try to make it short, just because I don't want to drag out the story. But I just remember you guys talking on the podcast about how you can very get you can get very overwhelmed with emotion a lot in your life. And like I just remember you mentioning you wearing a suit that's kind of like your defense, um, and that was something I really related to. Like a few years ago, uh, when I had this really big up and down thing with this one guy, um, and it finally ended. Like I came to realize that like. My emotions overwhelm me so much. Like, I don't know how to deal with it. And I feel like you guys might be able to relate to that. So I just wanted to know, like, how you've lived with that through your life. Because I'm really lost. Like, is this I don't a know breakup that you're still it. going through? Are you still coping with it? Um, it ended, like, when I was... 17 or 18 but like but you keep thinking about it yeah like people would always say well you're too young to be in love like you don't know what you're thinking you're just a teenager but like I always told them well you can say that but how long has it been um since we broke up yeah uh probably like five years oh 
And I mean, I don't talk to him anymore. Really? We, we didn't end on horrible terms, but I, I'm pretty sure he doesn't want anything to do with you me. You just keep thinking about that one relationship. You don't yeah. have contact with him. You don't. No. You don't have mutual friends. We do, but we don't. We don't see each other. Like I just, I'm. I know he doesn't want to be around me, and have that's you dated fine. anyone since then? I did recently um, for a few weeks. It like things. They were really good immediately, so we were almost just like we'd been dating for like a year, and then he said he realized that, that he wasn't, it wasn't a good time in his life for a relationship, but I hadn't done anything wrong, so that was really comforting. Yeah, so he's lying. <laughs> it was comforting, but it was still kind of a big shock, especially since, I, like I just said, I, I feel everything very, very strongly, and I don't... I, very, I cripple under my emotions what's all the, the time. What, what's the, uh, is there a main emotion that you feel? Like, is it regret or loss or separation? or? Um, I think just separation from people who I feel like I just enjoy being around them a lot. But you, so know, you lost a group of friends as well when that went away? Um, no, not really. Or just just, just, just one person, yeah. I don't know. I, I cling very strongly to people that I feel like I can connect with. And then when I lose that, it's just Have you been able to have a relationship since then or in the last five years? Um, well, I just had this one recently, but it was only like three weeks, and um, that ended a couple weeks ago. Is it because that other one cast a shadow over everything else, or just no. other reasons? No, it was other reasons, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that, that, to me, I mean, I don't know the details of it, it's, it's, and also I've never, like, I've never gone through anything like that, so I wouldn't be able to, like, really commiserate with you, but I think the, uh, the ability to feel strongly emotionally about something is the most important thing in the world, and yeah. I think that as I've grown up a little bit, I've learned to, when you talk about wearing a suit, a suit of armor, whatever, whatever our things are that we do that we, we use to keep the, the world away, uh, it, it, you've learned as, as you grow up that letting people in is really dangerous emotionally, and you pay a price for getting older. Uh, we all, we, we've all paid prices no matter how old you are if you're in this room. Um, I've, I think I've gotten a little less emotional and much better at finding quick, clever ways of keeping people at arm's length. And that does not make your life better at all. No, and I, I don't want to keep people at arm's length. And like after that big breakup happened when I was younger, I, I felt like that Simon and Garfunkel song, I'm a Rock. Like I wanted to be that because I realized that if I opened up the floodgates to my feelings, like I would never be able to control it. It's oh, just yeah. too much. Like, so you I mean, cut it all off. Connecting with other human beings is, is the most wonderful thing in the world. But like people have accused me of being really aloof. And I can be and I am. Because it's like if I let everybody in, I'm so emotionally yeah, exactly. like, I'm like a like a big radar antenna exactly. uh, for for whatever's wrong in the room. Yeah. And if I if I open up that floodgate, I will I will fall on the ground and start crying. No, I'm exactly like that. Yeah. Like I'm trying to hold it together right now. <laughs> yeah. like, do you, no, do like, you have like, triggers you go back to? Do you have songs you listen to and pictures absolutely. you look at? Yeah, yeah for sure. I, a lot of music. Uh, I was just kidding about him lying. I don't, I, I don't know. Uh, but I mean, the, the great news is that you're in this really exciting time in your life where you feel, that, like you said, you're starting, you, you feel like you're starting to cry. Like, and yeah. that feels like a, a negative emotion. And I guess like definitively it is, but it's also great because this is the time when you get to like discover yeah. new things and you should, you're going to be with other people. Yes. Like Claire Danes says in my so-called life. God bless her. It hurts until it doesn't. So you'll, if you're feeling bad right now, like you'll, 
you'll, you're going to meet other people. Oh, like, and this, and this first experience, like the pain of that, if you're feeling bad, like use, you look like a creative person, like use that energy to do as many crazy weird things as yeah. possible. But she's been hurting for five years, which at first glance is like, okay, that's, 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 that's on the fringe of the bell curve. I mean, it's. I don't know if you said that you're you've been hurting consistently for five well, years. Well, I mean, or... things were very up and down. He's a really vague person, so I would always pour my heart out to him, and I then think, he'd be like, right. "Yeah." I think he's become a legend in your mind. That's not really a real person anymore. Oh, like yeah. I know I had well, that person. Yeah, maybe like, you're just really romantic. Like no, I, like, I am not, I'm like, very romantic. I mean, yeah. you you at this point have imagined him to be something for longer than you knew him. Mm-hmm. Which is fine and doesn't make it uh, any less real, but it means that uh, that, that you, you get to free yourself from that. But I I'm say, a big fan of pain I say, and making how, how often are you checking in with people. him? And it, What's that? How often are you checking in with the songs and the pictures and Facebook? Um, and I mean, well, honestly, it's more, it's not about this guy, it's just about me realizing that I have this like massive. Like storehouse of emotions to deal with in my life. I, 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 I say, be that person. I think that the, you, you, the price that we pay for all the all the shit that we've gone through, the painful stuff, the hurtful stuff, the the uh, the, the stuff that that will never go away. It shouldn't ever go away. Right. But that's the stuff that makes you creative. That's the stuff that, that that's yeah. Uh, human beings, as far as we know, are the only species that that turns pain into artwork. Yes. Uh, we, we 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 tell stories. We sing songs. We arrange flowers, we do shit that, 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 that's how we expiate our pain, and that creates uh, relief for other people. We turn our pain, like Dan's a painful person, Aaron is Spencer as I am, we, and Neil as we all are. Um, artwork is uh, letting other people experience your pain uh, like for them. Yes, uh, And that's catharsis. Do you have a craft? What are you passionate about? Um, I, I kind of want to do everything, <laughs> but I don't really know where to start. If that makes any sense, like I want to paint, I want to do movies, I want to do them all, do everything. I want to try, yeah. And well, I think your it, job is if you like your job is to figure out yeah. how how you would explain to a stranger, whether through visuals or audio or feeling or whatever, how how do you transmit that pain to Absolutely. them? Yes, because I, it yeah. can't hurt them at all. Yes, all it can do is make them go, "Holy shit, exactly. I felt that way once." No, yeah. And if you felt that way for five years, that speaks well to your potential to transmit yeah. to other people. And I it's mean, all about you. It's definitely not about this guy. I think no, most, most importantly, uh, focus on what makes you so cool. Um, obviously, like the entrance that you're going in before into the castle that is love and like a relationship that's like stabilized and whatever. Like, I know I didn't get into that <laughs> quote unquote castle until uh, until <laughs> until later, and, and was in a lot of relationships. But the the like you you get to uh, uh, really figure out why you're cool. Don't fall into the trap of focusing on the other person, because that's easy. That's easy right. to focus on other people and whatever right. else. I mean, I think the, big, the two biggest things I want to know is, like, I'm not the only person who feels completely just, like, kicked into the ground by how strongly I feel stuff. I you, feel like you are. I, you are. I, I, wonder, exactly. I wonder if there's anybody out there that's ever felt uh, actually I've, absolutely I've, emotionally I'm devastated. I'm four years <laughs> past a girlfriend and I'm still constantly thinking about her. I yeah. know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. I mean, I just want to be, like, be able to feel like I feel like everybody just always has all their shit together and I'm the only no, one. No, no one has all their... No. Spencer, no, I, I, Spencer, I mean, I know that's irrational. Do you, Spencer, do you have feel tra- like that. Well, yeah, I mean, everyone fakes it like that. You just got to get good at faking it. I mean, I think that's what I do. 
Do you bring it back up? Do you have songs? Do you have pictures you look at? Do you? No, I, I, it was all on my old phone, and I have a new phone now, but I always, I always, I get that's, that's a good idea. That's hilarious, having a new phone. Nothing's funnier than the iPhone 5S gold. But yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. There's nothing you could do about it. Yeah. Feelings are like seasons. They just fucking happen, and you either get in a house or you get wet. Yeah, I mean, I've accepted that they're there. I just want to be able to, like, survive and turn it into something good and not just me, like, crying. Like, I want to make it something positive, you know? Well, look, look, here's the thing. Well, everyone in this room, I think, is, uh, shares that with you. I think that's yeah. it's part of being a human being. Yeah. But you're going through your own thing, which makes us as human beings the greatest thing in the world because we all share sorrow, but we all have individual sorrow. And that's the flag that you get to wave. Like that's that that's that that's that yeah, makes that's, us. That's uh, all I got going for me right the now. The danger is that you'll let <laughs> your emotionalness, that uh, your your sensitivity, that uh, don't let that harden you. Don't don't put a shell up. That's that's and, yeah. and become because that'll turn you. That'll age you. That'll make you bitter. That'll make you unhappy. And it also will shut you. Uh, we're gonna stop getting the full version of K- Katie. Yes. Yeah. Like, be emotional. Be a wreck. Be a weirdo. Uh, like, yeah. and and don't ever apologize for it because like I'm gonna start crying right now because it's the greatest <laughs> thing in the world. And and be proud that you came here and told 200 people about your feelings and what hurts you. It's very and they great. aren't hating you for it. They're digging it. Go, go out to the crowd right now and see how many people will shake your hand, high five you, or hug you right now. Yeah. Katie, show Katie what it's like to be a fucking human being. Yeah. And then go get a free pass with Bethany because she's giving it away. I, th- I, th- I think about the, the things that she's describing. I think about the movie uh, Say Anything with Jack Kuzak. Uh, like, the, what's it, Lily Taylor? Is that the actress who play, plays the character who's, who's constantly obsessed with her ex-boyfriend who's, who keeps writing songs about him? Uh, like... She's characterized that that archetype is like, oh, she should get over him. But really, what she should do is keep playing guitar and like, 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 really figuring out how to get that shit out because one of those songs will hit. Like, I think it is her responsibility to wipe her ass with the world. Uh, that's what I mean, artists the, the should mo- do. The most empowering feeling is using, realizing, like two years after the fact someone's broken up with you and you've written all these songs and you're angry and being like, holy shit, this uh, person that I've been getting over is a projection that I created, right. so now I doubly own this person yeah. who and I thought I, owned and me. And I made like, $8 off of him. Of, yeah. But how, <laughs> do, you, how do you feel songs? about the idea that like love is the same chemical? Like, it, 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 If we don't trigger it, it dissipates. It, it, it's a, this, I, it, Very analog thing. Yeah, it's true, but how do you? I mean, how do you trigger it? I mean, you, tr- you know, it, it, songs it, and she, pictures. She, she's, Facebook. she's not hanging out. Well, that's what, yeah, I mean, I feel like no matter what, this is certainly the best D and D we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are we? Are, do, do, you, do you think you're prepared to do a little ad hoc D and D in a noisy hotel lobby? Hell yeah. yeah, you guys are good. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It's, it's really loud over there, but you guys are still good. You can hear us and everything. Okay, cool. Also, Katie, thank you. That was one of my favorite Hermantown moments of all time. That was lovely. Katie, do you have tickets to the show? To the documentary? Alright, I'm, I'm just going to give away these tickets there really one? fast. There are a couple of people. I know you don't have tickets. It's exciting to see for the live crowd. Right. I don't know. What, Katie, are you, did you, do you have tickets? Are you going to the film? Okay, cool. She has tickets. 
Those were tickets. There's tickets. You Someone t- just came up and handed me tickets. Oh, cool. I feel like this is a, I mean, even though it's not like optimum sound and like this is not like the normal like comfort of a, of a small theater and stuff like that. Um, I, I really, really like what's going on with everybody. I'm in a, I'm in a very good uh, Harmontown mood yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a lovely town. It's like you, you, guys are, you guys are like some of the best versions of what it's nice to look out and see. It makes, it makes us feel very safe and happy. <laughs> I'm getting all sappy now. Thanks, Katie. Spencer, uh, now I have two or more Is weeks off. Is there something special of a, about a, this a, D&D session? Because we haven't played D&D in Los Angeles for weeks. It's special in that I prepared it in this very room 20 minutes ago. Is it sort of separate? Is it non-canonical? What's happening? I'm scared. What's happening? It's non-canonical. No, it's canonical. It's canonical. Should it be non-canonical? Do you want me to hand out the sheets? I want everyone to do everything. (laughs) Anyway. I mean, should I? What's happening? I'm sorry, you guys. I, st- I, start- I started the thing. I'm just so wasted. Did, did you find weed since we last talked about that? Yeah, no, some... This guy, this guy right here. For real? Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> found it within himself. This is exciting. Oh. So, uh, what's up, you guys? Okay, Neil Berkeley's gonna play Chris DeBerg because Yay. Kumail is in Austin, but he's doing a panel right now. Ooh. I know. Yeah. Yeah, are you your refunds are- in the mail. No, they're booing, booing me or they're booing he's not here? They're, they're, they're booing the lack they're of They're booing Kamel for being a bad friend. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That motherfucker's on every bus in town. I said, that's so cool. You can see Kamel's little face everywhere. I love that. It's amazing. And a pedicab, too. It's on yours? Oh, you drive a pedicab? And you've got Kamel's picture on it? Yeah. That's awesome. That's Austin. <laughs> What's up? All right, Spencer, are you good to go? I guess. All right, bar, shut the fuck up. Thank you. But look, but also have a good time, but shut the fuck up. Okay, okay, okay. When we last met, our heroes had just been released by the Bone Sages, by the Bone Sages of Tormod Tor. After agreeing to slay the Marsh Minotaur, the party headed toward uh, the party headed towards the farmer's market to look for clues. Jesus Christ, is that me? After a brief chat with Joe Be Cheesy, the gang went over a hill and discovered a cave covered in bones. Our heroes entered the cave despite monstrous whales coming with deep within the cavern. Within, I keep saying within, the dark Dagnus. Our heroes encountered the Marsh Minotaur, who was actually a pretty cool guy. And actually not a guy at all, but a girl. After deeming the Minotaur to be too honorable to be killed in cold blood, the gang banded together with it. But what would they do? How would they escape? And what of their skull curse? And what about the Tarragon of Virtue? Is that, is that still something that people are paying attention to? <laughs> We'll find out this time. No, we won't. We'll find out sometime on Harmontown. All right. So you guys might not know what's going on, but this time it's justified. Okay, so I describe the surrounding exactly what we're looking at right now. Okay, so you're in, you're in this dank, dark cave. It's covered in bones and feces. There's the Marsh Minotaur towering above you. Her udders in full display. She, she's like, hey, 
Hey, Marsh. Hey, hey guys. Marsh Minotaur. What, you have a name? I think I, I said I had a name in our last step. I don't. What do you want to call me? Let's just. Uh, Meredith. Meredith. That was my name. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Meredith. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know yeah. anything about the tarragon of virtue? Uh, I mean, I've, I've heard it's in paradise. I don't really, I don't really know much about that. I'm just in a cave. You're in a cave. All yes. right. Well, I'm, I'm sober as a judge, and I'm not angry. You're and, sober? Yeah. Wow. Well, maybe not as a judge, but <laughs> I'm sober as a relaxed judge. And uh, I, uh, but I, ironically, I can't hear anything. Uh, but I think that we should, uh, we should head out of wherever we are. Are there any exits or uh, egress from this cave? Yeah, caves are pretty, pretty straightforward. They got like one exit. Isn't it notable that Meredith isn't the minotaur that we were seeking after? Say again? Is that a thing? We, were, we agreed to go kill the Marsh Minotaur uh, when we got out of the, uh, the, uh, the Bone Sages Tribunal. Yeah, it was part of the, the terms of your release. I, yeah, I, 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 uh, I walk towards the entrance to the cave and say, let's get the hell out of here. You right. walk out of the cave and into the dusty gray darkness of the underworld. It's all dusty and gray. Over the hill, you know that the, the city of Tormod Tor is just right over there. But, I mean, do you want to go back there? I don't know. we well, got to get out of here, right? we got to find the tarragon of virtue. Yeah, how do you get to paradise? Uh, well, paradise is, is above ground, says Meredith. It's above ground, and we are underground. Don't we have a thing that can make a staircase or go up? Like, don't we have a, like, yeah, some... you had to rape a cyber skeleton, and it d- got destroyed in that. So, no, you don't. You raped a skeleton? Uh, it was a cyber spider. Did I say skeleton? Cyber spider. Yeah. Look. Yeah, okay. A lot of mistakes were made. Oh, you're telling me. All right. But you walk out of the cave. I already said that. You're in the dusty gray dustness of the underworld. The Minotaur goes, uh, you guys want to get out of here? Yeah. 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 Yeah, me too. I've been down here for too long. Jesus. I've never even seen this marsh. In, in, I mean, I have. That's where I'm from. Meredith, may I ride you? No, I'm a bipedal creature. I don't get ridden. All right. Can I ride you? You don't do like piggybacks or anything like that? I mean, I'm sure it's possible. I'm not down with that. She says while climbing upon Mole Range, Sedona. <coughs> it's oh. very heavy. He very. climbs upon Mole Range, Sedona? She does. She does. She. <laughs> to the... There. So Meredith is riding you right now? Yeah, I feel her udders against my back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's go into the marsh. Oh, there's no marsh down here. That's above ground. Is it above ground marsh? Yeah, that's where I'm from. I just got, I just got sucked I, down here. Have we left the cave yet? Yeah, we're in the, the underworld Or oh, in the proper. dusky dark grayness. Yeah. You know, you guys, I don't know this, but I'm assuming you guys must have fell down here along with a castle. Like, oh, yeah. We, 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 uh, yeah, uh, yeah, we killed yeah. Admiral Darkstar and the castle all collapsed and we killed a bunch of people and we got in a lot of trouble for it. So there's a hole in the ceiling, right? Maybe we can get out of that hole. A hole to climb up out of. All right. I climb up, I climb up the hole. You're not, you're not by the hole because you've, you've trekked quite a long way. Right, we went to Skeleton Town and yeah. got accused of all kinds of things. Oh and, yeah, it was yeah. it was not fun. Okay, let's walk back towards the, uh, the the hole entry. Sure, yeah, that's happening. 
Uh, as you tread through the dusty darkness, you see your footprints that lead to the city. Those were the footprints you did, you know, you made when you were walking towards the city that one time. You also note a pair of wolf-like footprints, like, like that of a wolves. Like that of two wolves, maybe more than two wolves. Much newer than your own. And then you reach the crumbling ruined castle. But all is not right. You see, the dark stone blocks of Dark Star's forest are faded with age and look to be crumbling to dust as if they've endured millennia of history. The dark stone blocks, they're just crumbling all over the place. Brilliant sunlight streams down from the hole in the ceiling, hundreds of yards above your heads. Is it climbable, the surface of the hole? No. Bar! Bar! Quiet. We're, we're doing, I, we're, we're doing I, important I, work over here. I don't, I, think I, I don't know if help. anyone else is having the same feeling, but I know when I was in high school and used to play games like this in a cafeteria, it was identical to this. Like, keep, I mean, let's be loud, but not so loud that they come yeah. over and yell at us. But the, the, with the bar, bar I don't think anyone's going to yell at us. No everyone at the bar. Everyone at the bar. Help us out, please. I really Shut don't up. think that's going to work. No. Use a rap song. There's other shitty bars to go to. Go to those. Well, that's That's true. There's a lot of lovely bars in Austin. Yeah. All right, well... What's happening? We head towards a goddamn hole in the ceiling. I'm going to go sit at the bar and do this. You head head up. I'm going to play at the bar. I'm going to confront these assholes. All they've learned... I'll I'll do it. (laughs) All they've learned is that when that happens, they get to sell their products. (laughs) That's that's, that's the only precedent we've set. I'm going to sit right here. These loud motherfuckers. All right, go ahead. I'm going to stand next to this newsie. All right. I go to the, uh, I I start climbing the side of the hole. There's no side of the hole. How are you guys doing? Imagine if there was a hole in the ceiling of this very building. Like, you couldn't just climb up into thin air. Uh, I know I've asked you this a thousand times, but is my sunrod, that's that stick with the button? That's like a flashlight. The button staff got destroyed. That was the thing that got destroyed. All right. Fine. The the Meredith, she speaks up. She's like, "Oh, man, that's a that's a big hole. You need some sort of crazy, ridiculous ladder to get up there." Yeah, or a teleport cape. Yep, which I have. That's cool. <laughs> teleport cape. You teleport to the surface. Cape de doo. <laughs> so uh, Sharpie is is above on the surface world. At the uh, rim of this hole, alone. I, I use my springy shoes. Your what now? I have shoes of springing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You jump 20 feet straight into the I air. Go, yeah! I try to reach down and... <laughs> the hole is 700 yards deep. I have a skate artist. Can I escape out of where I am to the top of the hole? Uh, not without a, a solid plan or some way to ascend 700 yards. I mean, if you were By escaping up. as an artist, I artistically... <laughs> um, you draw a depiction of your brilliant escape. Yes, <laughs> I do. It doesn't happen, though. I'm coming back to the stage because, you know what? It's not that loud over there. It just sounds loud. I know. know. Well, that's the thing. I think yeah. it's an the illusion. The high ceilings, I bet. Yeah. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm looking around for materials on the surface world to see if there's a way that I could, like, <laughs> make a 700-meter ladder. It's frozen tundra. There's no vegetation or anything as far as the eye can see. In fact, there's not well, I have really a climbing anything. kit. Can I climb out? 
Uh, your climbing kit does include rope, but it's only 150 feet of God rope. It. It's not quite enough. If you, if you call down to me, I think I can make a ladder. I have rope and uh, supplies and... Uh, hey, you, make a ladder! You do, but it's, it's less than 700 yards of ladder. Meredith again, again speaks up. I, I, I actually have a ladder. You have a... Oh. Yeah, yeah, I have it. I if mean, I not take with, this not acid, with me. this viral acid, can I have a visual that I'm out of the cave? <laughs> no, it's like burning, killing you acid. Oh, it's not like... What like about, you, can I use the liar of building to get us out of here? Uh, you could, but it takes some time. Meredith just said she has a ladder. I do. A, a, a several hundred foot ladder? Oh, yeah, this is like a ridiculous ladder. Oh, let's use the ladder! Diff, can we use your use ladder? Use the ladder! I mean, I don't have it with me, but trust me, it's like crazy. We're talking, we're talking, Wait, well, uh, it was forged in the pits of Skaldor by double giants. She says she has a ladder, but it's not with her. It's forged in the pits of Skaldor. I might have jumped the gun on this teleportation. Well, hey, uh, yeah. is, there, is, there, is there a coffee place up there? Nope, just a bunch of snow. All right, and... um, Meredith, where's the ladder? I'll go get it. It's back in the cave. Time passes. While you, while you, while time passes, you guys should talk about your your greatest fears. <laughs> she runs oh. into the darkness. All right. Okay. Commitment. I, am, I imagine that I am at a, an afternoon party, and and someone says, "Let's let's let's create something really cool." And I reach in my pockets and I look at my hands, and they're uh, pool cubes. My greatest fear. I like really. That. My greatest. I'm going first. My greatest fear is her telling that story again. <laughs> okay. Kidding. Kidding. It's Hypothermia. <laughs> oh, a, a serious my, relationship. My greatest fear. <laughs> my, 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 great, my greatest fear. Pumas. Sure. It's fair. Yeah. Meredith comes back. She's carrying a crazy ladder. It's like crazy. I helped Meredith uh, put the ladder upright so we can get up it's there. It's very difficult to do that because this ladder is 700 yards long. I used my bar- barbarian strength to help the ladder get up. As hard as it is, it is in fact possible, and you accomplish this task. The ladder, it sets up. She's like, we best climb this, but don't worry. I mean, yes, worry. Please be worried. It is a crazy ladder. What sort of craziness might happen? Like, you might go crazy. I, I don't give a shit. I'm a barbarian. I start climbing the ladder. All right. I'll hold the top. You start climbing the ladder, and as you ascend, you see you see pumas, pumas on the ladder. Pumas, pumas on the ah! ladder. Ah! Pumas. You're terrified. You can't you can't move. You're just stuck move. on this ladder. I I'm stuck on the ladder. You're about ten feet up. You see you you see your friend Quark climb ten feet up Dude, the ladder. I, I, I'm, I'm plus ten against pumas. Wait, what? No, I'm kidding. I was paying attention to the side conversation going yeah. on. Is it, I, I, I failed my will save on that one? Or you for- sure did, Quark. You sure did. And you're so, seeing pumas. Guys, get off this ladder. There's pumas everywhere. We're all going to die. We don't see any pumas. There's, There's no pumas. pumas. There's this, no pumas. This ladder is fucking lousy with pumas. I, 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 I stab Quark in the thigh with a dagger. You can't, you can't reach that high. He's ten feet up. Okay, so I do it, and then I pretend that it was a joke, and I put it in my pocket. <laughs> You do that. It, it does come off like a joke. <laughs> Everything's hey, fine, yeah. you guys. What uh, does someone else want to do? Shot. Can I use a spell on him that's like uh, from, from this high up? Uh, if I have, for instance, oh, I don't know. 
for instance, a little thing called cause fear. No, that won't work. <laughs> Promise! If I, if there, I, were, I have a poison if, dagger. Can I take care of them with that? If I were to use can, charm person, yeah. could I could I just make him happy enough to climb a ladder and stop caring about Pumas? No, he'd just be a good friend of yours that was also terrified. But he, but he would he would he wouldn't it wouldn't overcome his fear of. No, it would be like he's feeling both of those things. He'd get real confused and horny probably. Uh, Meredith, I what's, shoot them with my poison with their... daggers. Say again. I, I shoot them with my poison daggers. To what? The pumas. They're, they're, they're not real pumas. Oh, they're imaginary pumas. Yeah, you Mer- see no pumas. Pumas. Uh, Meredith, like a, what's the deal? What's the deal with these with these hallucinations? How do we get past that? It's just a crazy ladder. You got to face Meredith, your fears. Meredith, why would you offer as a crazy ladder? I'm sorry. Do you have any 700 yard long ladders? I'm sorry. Why are you going along with us on this journey if you don't want to help us? Uh, because I want to go back to the marsh. I start kissing Meredith's neck. She's not comfortable with it, but she allows it. Guys, I'm getting killed by pumas up here. Yeah, you feel no you feel puma claws slashing into can, your flesh. Can Whoa. I use my fast stealth to climb the ladder? Yes, yeah, stealthily. I do that. You <laughs> climb up. You seem like no one can see you. You get you get to Quark, and you you can even climb over him without him noticing you. Pumas, there's Whoa. pumas everywhere. You get, Not really. You get thirty feet above him, and then you see. A very aggressive-looking woman on the ladder, climbing down. It's your mother. We gotta go to dinner. We are late. What are you wearing? Are you kidding me? This is the big day. Fine. That's what the lady's saying to you. So It's what, terrifying. Wait, if what? you're not getting that from my reading. Do I have to get past her? I, I mean, you have to deal with it. Do I have to overcome this emotionally? I don't know, man. Probably. Yes, prob- Neil. Probably. <laughs> I, I start climbing up the ladder. You climb up the ladder, and you climb and you climb. You get right up to where Quark is, and it seems like the ladder he's on, it's just like, it's broken. It's a bit, it's a bit cracked and messed up. If you could only repair it with, like, your craft skills. It oh, would just... I've got I've to gotta reach into my pockets and... Uh... And there's nothing in your pockets! Ah! into the cave. That happens. <laughs> the fuck is going on down there? Uh, Just climb up the ladder. This you, is a crazy ladder, Sharpie. You We're, land you land head first. Taking uh, six, 19 damage. Oh. Jesus Christ. What's your HP at? Can uh, I throw my climb? Okay. Am I on top well, of the hole? One sec. Hold on. I gotta see this. What a... Uh, if this is how you die. What did I say? Nineteen plus twenty-three. What's nineteen plus twenty-three? Oh, you're 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 not. Sorry, I'm sorry. You're not dead. You're not dead. You're just very injured, and you you think you slipped a disc. Spencer, am I on top of the hole? Uh, no, you're about ten feet. No, twenty feet above him, but it's still you know several hundred feet. We got a long way to go. Yeah. And there's fucking pumas, you guys. They're, it's all they're, over the place. So I keep climbing the ladder. Yeah, with your significant other, who keeps haranguing you <laughs> incessantly. Wow, Spencer, you're really hitting home here. I know. <laughs> it's terrifying, isn't it? Oh, man. She's just going on. Now she's being passive-aggressive. Wait, why am I with, why am I with someone? Oh, you're doing a really great job climbing up the ladder. <laughs> great, you're so strong. Nothing like uh, you're everything like my guy friend. <laughs> I build JK. A, I build a fire up here, a campfire. Okay, that happens. 
It's very soothing and starts to warm your cold bones. I keep, I keep trying to press on because I'm so scared of the pumas. I use that fear to, 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 to climb away. Running away from the pumas. They slash at your belly and back. You take uh, some damage of some sort. What? Seven damage. These are fake pumas. I mean, are they? No. All right. Ah! I keep climbing. I'm, oh, I'm tough. Oh, my God. You get, you get 80 feet up. You're pretty far up. All right. Am I the, away from my... Am I there's away from a puma my puma? on your back. You got no idea, Spencer. <laughs> oh, cool, Neil. Is that a stain on your shirt? Neat. You're like Jackson Pollock. You're going to be the coolest guy at this party. Great. Don't change. I tell her I'll be in the car. <laughs> when she's ready. Yeah, she's... She's like, you always say that. But then she doesn't speak anymore. Uh, Yay! That's all it takes? (laughs) Sometimes. Moraine is writhing on the floor, right? Yeah, yeah. In pain. Uh, I I take out my, uh, a dagger. And I, I put it on the ground. That's my move. All right. You place the dagger gently on the ground. <laughs> or not gently, whatever you want. What, uh, what does other people do? I keep climbing. You keep taking puma damage, bro. Uh, I don't give up. Now, the puma's been on my back so long, now it's become like a scarf. Like, I'm, I'm getting used to this puma. It is kind of warm. Yeah. You get 100 feet up as, as Christberg also keeps climbing. You guys are maybe halfway up the ladder. Oh, well, I, I climb too. All right. But as you climb up, it's fine. Like, you don't see anything anymore. It's almost as if the slip disc might have deactivated some part of the delirium factor. That's how vertebrae works. <laughs> that's what chiropractors would tell you. Yeah. They, they, no, that's... They, yeah, they think, think I fixing your idea. back will cure a cold. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. I, we all keep climbing up. You keep climbing up and you keep taking puma damage. I, puma damage? <laughs> it's not fun. <laughs> Imaginary puma that, that, damage. That's my current pitch for the name of the episode. <laughs> you, get, you get more than halfway up. You guys are all the way almost up. Mulrain's trailing behind. She's a bit slow because she has a slipped disc. That's very painful. If anyone's ever experienced that, it hurts a lot. <sighs> yeah. You keep climbing and you keep climbing. And Mulrain, you see, you see Quark. He's covered in gash marks. Like, uh, like, you know, he's bleeding heavily. Like, he should be, like, it's making the ladder slippery. It's hard, hard to deal with. Bro, you're bleeding. I know, there's pumas. Puma damage. I, I miss that girl, and I play uh, Everything I Do by Peter Tara. <laughs> you feel uh, contemplative or something. I honestly didn't hear what you just said. <laughs> I keep climbing. Yeah, you keep climbing and bleeding. Bleeding all over the ladder. But you get, you get to where Neil is. I mean, Christaberg. He's three quarters up, up the way up. How close are we to the top? Are we... You're very close. You're pretty close. You're, you're not quite close, but you're almost getting to pretty close. Can I use my climbing kit now? Or am I yeah. 150 feet away? Yeah, you can lash I yourself I use my climbing kit. It makes it so much easier. You have no risk of falling off the ladder. And with your newfound confidence, you just soar to the top and, and see Sharpie. He's made a fire. I've in, made a fire. 
Yeah. And of I, course I, I you would need this help. crocodile. That happens. I, I go into an, a barbarian rage to shrug off these uh, these perceived pumas, and I and I and I use all my barbarian powers to climb up the, the final way. Raging like a barbarian, you attempt to climb the ladder. Raging, like a raging person with anger problems might climb a ladder. Uh, yeah, yeah, you climb it. You're bleeding. You're bleeding and climbing. You get to the top and you see you see a fire. And Sharpie and Christaberg. Hello. Are we all up here or is with Mulrain still down? Mulrain's still coming up. Mulrain, get up here! Okay. Can I throw her down a climbing tool? Yeah, yeah. You can lower your climbing kit. I do that. She, you... I try to catch it with my mouth. <laughs> yeah, you catch it right in your mouth. What? Did you roll a 20? I rolled a 15. Jesus Christ. It was dropping straight down, you know. Right in the teeth. All right, I get the climbing kit and I swallow it. It's it's very large to swallow. Like you can't even. Okay. Put it in your mouth. I, I gag on it. I take it out. Uh, I put it in my back pocket and I start climbing up the ladder again. You keep climbing up this slick, bloody ladder. Lori oh, lost her mind a few rounds ago, guys. I'm uh, committed uh, to this. The the ladder is bloody and it's slippery. The, okay, so the ladder is bloody. I. Uh, I decide I want to become a shadow, so I cover myself with all the blood that I can find so I'm as dark as possible. That happens. And like Carrie, I rise from the rope ladder. I mean, what? I I I never saw Carrie. Uh, She's covered in blood, Spencer. Oh, I I got that. You've seen pictures of Carrie. You've seen gifts. Gifts? Do you, but you understand the concept of Carrie. Oh, yeah. She's like a girl, and she doesn't have friends, and then she kills herself. Uh, well, Not what happens? No. Not what happens? <laughs> she, gets, that... she gets teased and covered in blood, and then she, she kills everyone because she's teased. Well, that's a triumphant story, right? <laughs> I, I think so. I saw Carrie, and I was like, I, I was Carrie. Most of my friends were Carrie. Uh, so I cover myself in blood like Carrie. Uh-huh. It makes it really even more slippery. So that happens, or yeah, yeah, definitely. Small rain. Are you coming up or what? I don't know, man. I'm confused. I'm covered in blood. I, I continue to climb up the ladder. You continue to climb I up the, the climbing ladder. Use the climbing kit. Using the climbing kit to secure your ascent, you get to the top of the ladder and you see all of your good friends surrounding a fire. We made it to the top of the ladder. <laughs> hey, yeah. It's a. <laughs> That, that was harder than it looked. Ne- next week, we're going to pay our gas bill. <laughs> <laughs> Meredith also climbs the ladder, and she crests the top and gets up there with you guys. Thanks for all the help. Uh, great ladder. Yeah, man. It's crazy. Let me tell you. Uh, I guess it's true what they say about minotaur ladders. What do they say about minotaur ladders? They're shitty. <laughs> They're, they're terrible, counterproductive ladders. Yeah. I, I didn't, they're, they're, like, they're like the Uber of ladders. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't make this ladder. It was forged in the pits of Skaldor by double they, giants. They don't work. <laughs> uh, well, I sing, our, 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 of course, our song about how, uh, how we're going to go into battle or get Are back you? to a marsh. <laughs> 
I, you sing that. How does it go? How does it go? Hide, 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 Through dungeons hide, dark and campfires hot. Boom. Through the sauce in cooking pots. Boom. Boom. We are dwarves and people too. None when of you are dwarves. Make three movies out of one book. Don't. Don't. There's stuff that you have to fill Don't. Don't. with extra time, so much to kill. Golden dragon bass in all kinds of forges. All of the characters will live to the end. We already know that. We read the book when we were nine. And so we know all 20 of these people will be fine. But you made 70 movies about it. So now we have to watch Orlando Bloom CG jump across barrels. <laughs> That's Hermit Town, everybody. Thank you for coming. Neil Berkeley. Aaron McGaffey. Spencer Crittenden. I want to thank all of our guests. I, there's too many to name, but you guys are all wonderful. Thank you for dealing with us. Sorry, bar people, that I was an asshole. Austin, this has been one of my favorites. I'm Jeff Davis. Please put it together one more time for the mayor of Harmon Town, Dan Harmon. The San Francisco of Texas. There's signed posters up here. Who wants signed posters? Come up and grab them. We'll see you at the movie. We'll see you at the after party. We love you. Austin, greatest city in the world. Every secessionist boy and girl. Your flag's gotta be bigger than the country's. Everybody's gonna have fun. That's an urban legend. It's not true about Texas. Independent state gonna wreck this shit. Yeah, big state. Pretty big for a motherfucking state. Pretty big, can't clean your plate. I got barbecue on it, gonna chalk slate. It's but fuck you, Jeff Davis Nat got him. <laughs> He's a cute chick. Oh, oh man. <laughs> I, I fucked you so hard the music changed. Yeah. Um, that's the show, everybody. Um, well, thank you. Know you. Right. I love everybody! Spencer. Spencer. Go see him in the movie. Sorry for those of you who couldn't get into the movie. Uh, uh, we do? Yeah. But we have to figure that out. Let's all just hang out and have a drink. we got two hours until the film. We'll meet you guys around here. you for supporting a film last year uh, called Zero Charisma. Uh, I really appreciate that. I was made from some friends of ours. And, uh, uh, it's, a really... it's a great film. <laughs> it's a great film! <laughs> uh, 
second, my question is for Spencer. Um, do you have a lot of offers for, like, to go to different conventions and DM games for them? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's all. I mean, you'd think there'd be some of that. <laughs> Take note. That I'm complaining. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> How about a voiceover work? Any, any, uh... <laughs> Here, please. Uh, two. Yeah. Testing. Testing one, two. Dan, you want to rap for a while? <laughs> yo, yo. This guy's going to ask a question. <laughs> you still got it, Dan? Uh, did you quit drinking? <laughs> Ever? Me? No. No, I'm just saying, it scared the shit out of me because I kept seeing the bottom like, oh shit, I see where this is going. Yeah, like, this is like an anti-alcohol thing, but then I realized, oh god, it's kettle wine, they're paying for this, so, cool, thanks, that's all I want. This guy loves alcohol, or does he, was that an ironic No, I, I think he's happy you still drink. Yeah. I don't think kettle wine paid for it, I, I, they, they certainly paid for all of my uh, self-abuse over the years. Or, or was that guy just asking for a free drink? I'm not, I don't know. We'll never know. I think the audience is enthusiastic. Oh, so he, he just disappeared. Yeah, I've paid for it. That was the world's worst mic drop. You can't do it. Well, she doesn't want to pay for that. Once I dropped a mic, and then I had to pay for the mic afterwards. Because you know? it wasn't that kind of thing. We might have to pay for it, but you I'm very sorry. Uh, Spencer! We love me. Question over here. Uh, Dan, uh, thank you for everything with the show, uh, helping me win 65 bucks, uh, all that. How about okay, explain yourself. Uh, they did that pub quiz a couple weeks ago, and uh, our team won 300 bucks that we split six ways, so I got 60 bucks, 62 bucks out of that. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Um, where is it? I've already blown it on the first of all. Oh, wow. <laughs> and the rest you just wasted. <laughs> So, uh, during the filmmaking process, did you realize that Spencer was the hero, or was it after Dan's uh, revelation? At what point do you realize, you know? Uh, I, I, you can see me in the movie at the exact point where Neil puts it in. That's the point where I kind of realized it. I mean, it's, it's both tongue-in-cheek and tongue-out-of-cheek, where those expressions mean. I, 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 I was kind of, there's 650 hours of footage. Neil had to deal with the fact that his documentary subject was a guy who thinks he knows at any given time what point in the story they're at. <laughs> so there's a lot of stuff on the cutting room floor of me explaining that we're crossing a threshold when we're not at all. Uh, it was up to Neil in the end. It was his movie. But it was, it was important for me to realize at a certain point that, uh, okay, nothing's, nothing's really happening to me transformatively. I'm going to be an asshole by the end of this tour. Uh, and I did, I did realize at that exact point in the tour where it comes in the movie, like, I made that vlog entry. I wanted to help the documentary, but it was true. <laughs> I just said, I think Spencer's the hero. We should focus on him. But uh, also, uh, you know, Aaron, Aaron told me at one point, I remember watching early cuts and having nausea about what a dick I looked like. <laughs> I was just, I don't know, 
like Neil was having trouble finding the story, he knew he needed to have one, but if you try to tell a story about me, throw footage about me, it's just the darkness is going to be too dark, um, et cetera, et cetera. And I remember Aaron telling me, like, just tell him to make it about Spencer. Like, <laughs> it, 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 it's obviously the thing. Like, like, and I did tell Neil that. And I, I didn't tell Neil that the idea was Aaron's because, um, <laughs> because Neil was going through a divorce while shooting us. Wow. <laughs> uh, and so, as you can see from the movie, he's not a huge fan of relationships <laughs> while he's shooting it. But it was her idea, and uh, uh, I think it was the, that, that was the thing. Like, the journey was Spencer's, and that was that was the big saving grace. Neil has said in interviews, like like the things, like that footage of me in the bathroom, like drunk and babbling. But I do, I think, realizing that Spencer's journey was the backbone while I was going to be, you know, just, I'm just an asshole. I'm just, I'm an asshole at the end, I'm an asshole at the end. <laughs> Spencer, in the meantime, goes across the threshold, and he meets with the guys. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, from, oh, I'm shaking so much, I don't know why. Just like everyone in that movie. Um, first off, fantastic movie. Um, uh, I, I, the podcast, uh, my life has been pretty crazy the last few years. Um, and the podcast is one of my favorite discoveries. Every Monday, I get up at like 5 a.m. to go to work, and it's, it's, it's there, and I can listen to it. And what I appreciate, it's both funny, but there's a lot of times it talks about really serious things. Um, and extensively, it takes all its time, and like, like one time you talked about religious cults, like you watched a documentary about that, and like I grew up in a religious cult. And so I was like, they hit really close to home, and a lot of things that are being said was like, wow, it's like, it's like someone is like, who is even there kind of understands this, or at least has, has the ability to talk about it. Um, at what point did the show, that, um, what point did you feel like comfortable to be like, okay, this show has a comedy element to it, but we want to talk about serious topics, and we, and we feel free to go back and forth between comedy and, and serious. Whatever that is, really means. Well, the first time I failed to get a laugh, I just <laughs> get over that. And I'm dishonest enough to cope with that by going, maybe it's not comedy that we're doing here. Uh, <laughs> a, a, a comedy show implies that you have an act and you have material that you are prepared for a paying audience. We yeah. don't have one. We found that, uh, I think, pretty quickly, Dan said, let's do a show. At meltdown because uh, let's just they offered me a slot. Let's still do a thing where we colonize the moon. Um, ours isn't really a comedy show. It's funny, but I think that when we're being our funniest is when there are um, moments where we're connecting with strangers, and there's always going to be comedy out of that when it's sincere. So our, our best our best moments are human moments with strangers when our show has become this beautiful Muppet show full of weirdos that are all, you know, like, could all have their own show. Like, laughs are really like, are the most important thing for, for the show. Really. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they are too. Mostly it's about Dan's beautiful ability to freestyle rap. I don't know if you've heard Hey, man. I kind of want to know what you're going through. You can't bury that in eight. That's weird. You said, I'm going through some shit. So. Dan, this is the Harmon Tent. It's about us right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened to him. Fuck him. It's about me. <laughs> <laughs> 
So my, my, my parents... Really quickly. No, of course. My parents went through a, a drug rehabilitation program that became a religious cult, and my dad was like second in command. And then he started drinking, and then he, he got in an accident and killed two people, and then he went to prison, and then the religious cult turned on my entire family. Um, um, uh, you need to talk to me all after that. It's a great documentary. Yeah. Yes. Get some questions and make no. a movie you can make. Are you comfortable with over camera? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I want to be a filmmaker, and I also want to tell the story. Are you here to go My dad just got out of prison two days ago. Um, <laughs> and uh, that, say that night, it's like that day, I got my dad out of He's sending my copy of seven years and that morning I worked I worked with the Austin Film Society at the big film awards and they had, and I was two feet away from Johnny Depp at one point. So in the morning I get my dad out of prison. He's been there for six and a half years. That night I'm two feet away from Johnny Depp. Two days later I'm right next to everyone who's part of my favorite podcast and it's it's nuts. <laughs> you know Jesus. All right. <laughs> I don't I don't know what you're saying so I wish you were at the show over here. I worked there at that building and I was out of town and it broke my heart. And I rushed all the way back to town just so I could see the screen. I would have given anything to have been there. In fact, you know. But my friends with Andy over there, he was on the show I heard, you know, so that made more than makes up for me. <laughs> Andy. Thank you so much. Oh, geez, there's a lot of people here. Hi. Everybody. I didn't think it would be this way. This is weird. What was your name? My name is Stefan. Thank you, Stefan. Uh, thank you so much. Sorry about your troubles. Glad I'm going to somehow help you with your feelings. Stefan, smell them. Are you going to smell them? This guy smells good. This is so great. Lamar, he came up to the, uh, the live podcast that we did. Lamar, oh, yeah, Lamar, Lamar, Lamar. I'm sorry, guys. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you have to hurry. Where are you asking how I'm going to Bitcoin? Yeah. Um, first of all, I just, I just wanted to thank Dan Harmon for uh, putting your story circle stuff up on Channel 101. Work for us, that's really helpful. Okay. Um, I'm glad people find useful from that. What, the grammar drunk? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's great. I mean, I'm looking for anything I can, any help I can. Um, so um, I have a question for Neil. I thought it was a really interesting choice the way that you tease these what sounds like sort of uncontrollable anger issues that Dan has, um, <laughs> but to never actually show any of it. And with 650 hours of footage, I'm sure that you had some. So, could you just talk a little bit about that? Yeah, uh, no, not really. No, I, 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 thank you, Dan. Dan, Dan I, I a lot of people saying it happens, and Dan uh, said, I, I wish. You always said that. I wish I had worn my camera while I was doing that or behaving that way. You, know, you said that basically. The worst I get is with the person that's most important to me, with Aaron. And I think that's what, what is 
that's, it feels good that that comes across in the film because that's a crime I do commit. But I don't, I don't throw things. I don't, I don't, I don't hurt like uh, people or anything. It's, it's like I go from being a big glib, thumb sucking asshole to being, you know, Kevin Spacey inside. I go, I just, I just get mean. Uh, because people aren't giving me what I want. And, and, and Aaron bears the brunt of it, and I, the film touches on that. It's, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Aaron. a conversation. It, yeah. it, it, it's a conversation. It, it, there was a moment where I said, uh, Dan, what is the worst, what is the worst part of you to your fans? What, what can make them not line up to do your autograph? What can make them say, maybe this is a bad guy? And he said, uh, okay, this is how I behave in a relationship. And Jeff says, that the, the Jeff says, you brought up malicious tears, and you, you, you brought these things up. So it was never captured on camera, but it was a discussion we had. So to me, that was like, okay, if there's a low point, if there's a, if there's a scary moment, like what is it about Dan that his fans might not know about or might need to know about? And it's his behavior. Yeah, so, I mean, that, that stuff's all real, and there's, there's a real uh, petty, competitive part of me that wants to really hammer that home. Um, <laughs> but, that said, uh, I am in a relationship with my hero. I mean, the, this person that you guys all look up to, I look up to him just as much. Like, I, I, I published a book with all this writing, and I... Admire. I, I did all the merch. I I really admire this person more so than just a boyfriend. Like I really look up to him, and I ask him for advice, and I ask him for life advice. And when I'm upset in our relationship, I'll say to him, I'm I'm sad because I feel like you were shitty earlier. Like how do I deal with that? And he gives me advice in that way. Most of the time, that works out. That the tour, like it's all accurate, but it's a, it was a it was a weird it was a weird time for us because I think Dan felt like not to put this on you, but it seems like over the that month I felt like you were you were maybe assuming that I was feeling a certain way. But I, I'm so I'm the luckiest person in the entire world. Like I was watching the movie and I've seen it before, crying, thinking about how lucky I am. How many of us are able to say I really look up to the person that I'm with? Like, I look up to him like he's a professor or a father. <laughs> <laughs> he's my father. Totally gross. <laughs> no, no, he's not, he's not my father, but I really, I really look up to him. He's not my, he's not actually, not literally my father. Four people walked out of the room. No, I mean, I, I, uh, I admire him, and I also admire him because he, he supports me more than anyone else in the world. Like, I really love him so much. Don't be mistaken. Lamar, everybody. <laughs> Lamar, you have a question? Lamar. Uh, Lamar. Okay, so.
So, first of all, I want to know who's the best smelling man in Austin. That's you, sir. Okay. You fished for that. You fished for that a little bit. Oh, he didn't fish. He, he just threw a baseball right over. Oh, but seriously. Oh. But that, that was hours ago. You might not smell like that anymore. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe now you got that. Look, he's the one in the show over there. He walked up next to me and he smelled like, uh... uh that most delicious forest. Yeah, a, a delicious honey tree. No, but seriously, I was back there watching the movie. I came in late. And I started realizing you didn't see the worst man ever. No, listen, listen, listen. And I heard a lot of things. I don't believe anything about that. No, seriously, no, I'm dead serious. Listen, I'm dead, dead serious. This is all about Bitcoin. No, 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 no. I started tearing up, man. Because let me tell you why. Because I realized how amazing my freaking life is, right? No, no, because I did not realize you was the dude that created community, right? Thank you. No, seriously, I did. Because I don't read the names, right? Like, I just like the creativity. I like creation. Like, I don't try to remember, like, his so names cool. and all that. He's going to say Bitcoin. No, I'm not. I promise I'm not. But seriously, so I started tearing up because I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I got called up on stage by the dude who created the show that I love the most. You know what I'm saying? Which season? So, every season. No, listen, every season. Who did this though? Who did the uh, Muppet season? Because of the last song of that show, you like I, got that his, I got it as my ringtone. Yeah. So it's like boom, 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 right? So I got that as my ringtone. So it wasn't you, but I still love that show. Okay. Lamar Austin Wilson, everybody. Because I love my life so much, so how did it feel when I was watching the show? Like, how did it feel to get on the show with Carmen Town and just be plucked out of, like, I watched that part, you said that, but, I mean, that, you probably won't ever get a, a word in right now, so I'm going to ask you a question. How did it feel to just be, like, plucked out of, like, nowhere and to become, like, a, a really loved individual, you know what I'm like saying? Like, you're in a higher You tell him, Lamar. <laughs> I mean, it felt a lot like not that happening. It felt like it didn't, like nothing happened. For a long time, I was just kind of going with the flow, and I wasn't really understanding it. I didn't even think of myself as a part of Harmon Town because, you know, on Harmon Town, people come up on stage. It's a thing that audience members do. I was an audience member that came up on stage, right? I didn't think about it as being on Harmon Town really until like the tour was like a third of the way through, and I was like, oh. Oh, I'm in this. This is this is something I do, and I, it never really hit me until that part. So I was like, "Geez, this is pretty freaking cool, right?" And uh, and then I just kept rolling with it. And then afterwards, it was just 
regular to the knee at that point? I don't know, man. I don't feel like it affected me as much as it should. And for that, I'm ashamed. No, you are good to me. Thank you, Lamar. Lamar, please get me to Hollywood to get me to Lamar, we're not going to cooperate with you. I'm going to fight with you. Sorry. What happened? What happened? Right now, he just sold the phone. He just sold the phone right here. I want to thank everybody very much. I want to thank this amazing group up here. I want to thank all of you. And good evening. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multidimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed. 